Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. What's going on, K-Walk and Jay? All is well, all is well. Looking forward to another great one. Yeah, everything's good. A lot of good football to talk about, so we're going to have a fun night tonight for sure. I'm just happy I'm no longer in my prison zone, so I got I got a background. Today. Yes, very much <laughs> that looks that. good too. That's got, 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 got it. Ain't clear anymore, so you guys know I'm not. I wasn't lying. Amazon <laughs> delivers here. Um, I'm not behind bars or anything like that, so I'm good to go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you guys ready to talk some sports? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Before we get into the sports, I just want to ask. Um, all those who are watching us, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Sideline Speaks. Also, we're on Twitter, a.k.a. X is the new term, I guess you could say, at Sideline Speaks. Um, we, are also, we are also able to catch us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and anywhere you can listen to your podcast. So there you go. All right, guys. Monday Night Football. I know there was two games, but we're really just going to talk about the one, okay? And that was the Browns and the Steelers. The Browns are now 1-1 one one after losing to the Steelers um, last night. After two games, can quarterback Deshaun Watson be a top five uh, QB again? Do you think he's a top? He could get there again? K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first. Yeah, Brent, I think he can. I, I really do. I, I, watching him last night, you saw some signs of him, you know, um, of being that guy that we saw, you know, a few years ago um, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Houston and sometime back when he was with, uh, you know, uh, in, in, you know uh, in Clemson, he won that national championship. You saw glimpses of that last night. You know, unfortunately, I don't think he has enough weapons around him, though, to be honest with you. And then, you know, he loses Nick Chubb on, on top of that. But we'll talk, I know we'll talk about that later. But um, Amari Cooper seems to be aging just a little bit. Amari Cooper looks mm -hmm. like he's aging, but he still can run some heck of a route. Um, Nujoku, um, as well, is a it's a it's a, it's a acute safety blanket. You know, he's not a Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews or a George Kittle, but you know, he's serviceable. But I, I think he needs a little bit more help. And then I think that you know, we saw some, you know, a lot of the times he was running for his life last night. Uh, to be honest with you, but I saw signs of him, you know, uh, you know, hitting, you know, making those throws that you know you expect him to make those those deep out routes, uh, those passes down down the uh, down the field as well. So um. I, I saw glimpses of him. Um, I'm a big fan. I was waiting for him to, uh, to to break out this year or come back, I should say, um, especially after that first game against um, against Cincinnati and the way he looked there. I thought he was going to carry on. But, you know, they were in a tough environment. Heinz Field on a Monday night. Um, they're coming off a loss, meaning the Steelers coming off of a loss and that great defense, J.J. Watt and those guys. They were fired up, man. It was just too much for him to overcome by himself. But uh, nonetheless, I do like um, him being back as a top five quarterback. He has, definitely has the potential still. Jay, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm a still one of K walks lines here. Uh, can he? Yes. But will he? I, I don't know. You know, uh, I, I think K walk made some good points. Like, I don't know that he has the help. Losing yeah. Nick Chubb is obviously mm -hmm. a huge loss for that team. And, and I think just the overall quarterback play in the NFL just continues to get better and better and better. So um, I, can, can he get back to the top five for me? The jury's probably still out on that one. Like, I think he'll be a very good player. I think every week we'll continue to see him get mm -hmm. more and more comfortable. But I'm not sure that this year he's going to be considered a top five player. 
partly because I just don't know that with the the receivers that he has, with the weapons that he's that he has, he's going to be able to put up the kind of numbers that would warrant him being in that top five conversation. So I think talent wise, obviously we've seen him do it before, but I don't know that it's going to happen for him this year with that roster, with that offensive roster, I should say, on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, for myself, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure. As we know, like like we say, he has the talent to do it. At least a couple of years ago, he had the talent before he went through all of that. Yeah. Um uh that situation that he, that we all know he went through. Um and and it's still looking like he's not trying to knock off the rust. So, I will absolutely give him the chance. It's kind of like when Michael Vick came back after being gone for about what, two years, I, yeah. I believe it was. Yep. You know, the Eight first months, yeah. year he didn't really even play that first year. Um, and then going into that second year, the first couple of games, he was a little rusty or whatnot. So I'm going to relate it to that situation all over again. And I do agree. He has to get some better receivers around him. He has to get – that offensive line has to improve. Um, mm-hmm. was saying He was running for his life. And some throws he actually made on the run was actually pretty okay. Now, whether the receiver caught it or not, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, there were a couple questionable throws in there, but hopefully, hopefully he can return back to what he was. Again, I agree with Jay. Kenny, yes. Will he? We don't know. So that's a right. whole nother situation. Where is his mindset at this particular point in time? Um, and yeah, if he gets. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, before you get to your next question, um, yeah, if, if you can go out there and get another receiver, I know there were a couple of receivers that were, you know, looking for deals but didn't get deals and they were possibly mm-hmm. on the trading block. That's Mike Evans from, from Tampa Bay. Not mm-hmm. sure if they're willing to do that right now because they are 2-0, and o, a 2-0, and o, excuse me, surprisingly, um, but, and also T. Higgins, but T. Higgins is another, as a guy that's in within the division, so I, I don't see right. that happening. But if you can get some guys out there like that, I think that may help them tremendously, especially for a complimentary receiver with um, Amari Cooper on the other side, for sure. Yeah, and look, you still got Jarvis Landry out there. I mean, look, I know he's older, but he was always a good slot receiver. Um, he's a bigger receiver. He can run routes pretty well. Why not? Give him a shot. He's, he could probably work a little bit better. Um, and then there may be some running backs. I heard they brought in Kareem Hunt Kareem today. Hunt, yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he should be able to really help them out. So it's going to be interesting. But after these two weeks, he's still the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, technically, because <laughs> he has the guaranteed money. Yeah. Now, annually might be a little bit of a different story, but his contract is fully guaranteed. We know Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to him just restructured his deal um, to, I guess, to make him the second highest paid quarterback in the league. Cause he got, I believe 210 million fully guaranteed. If I can recall, um, is he the highest paid? Is he playing that way? Like, I don't, what do you think about this shit? Are they kind of stuck with this contract? Should they try to, I guess you are stuck with his fully guaranteed, right? Yeah. So yeah. what are your thoughts of him being the highest paid quarterback? based on how his play has been since he's came to come back. Jay, you want to take this? Yeah, look, I think the contract itself was a bit of a reach. I think they they really wanted Deshaun Watson, and they were willing to kind of go above and beyond to get him. Uh, we've seen with some of the other quarterback contracts that have come after that, no one has really been willing to go that far with the guaranteed money. So – I think they did it off a of potential, Britt, because if you guys mm-hmm. remember, like before Deshaun Watson was out of football for a, a year, 
he was, you know, playing some of the best football at the position. So I think the Browns said, you know what, if he can get back to this level, the money will be well worth it. Um, and and I, I agree with that. Like if he, if he goes back to playing like Deshaun Watson was two years ago, I do think the money will be worth it. And with that defense, you know, Cleveland could find themselves in, mm. in some pretty good situations as far as playoffs and even potentially a Super Bowl. So if all that happens, it's worth it. But right now, it feels like a little bit of a reach to me. Okay, Walk, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I really think it goes back to what I was saying. If he can get some more help, I mean, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson to me is my third favorite quarterback in the uh, in the NFL behind Brock Purdy, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Lamar Jackson. But yeah, I think if you get this guy some help, man, you can you can actually you know um, warrant that that contract couldn't be warranted uh, to be honest with you. But you have to give him help. He just you know an aging Amari Cooper as your best receiver is just not going to get it done. It's just not going to get it. It's not going to be enough. So you're going to invest in him and expect this guy to lead you because that's why you pay this guy to lead you to a divisional title, lead you to a playoff uh, run and then, you know, AFC championship and ultimately, you know, a Super Bowl appearance. I think that you got to get got to get some guys around him, got to get some weapons around him. And there's no mm-hmm. ifs, ands, or buts about that. I mean, you can only be you can only do so much, you know, as especially as a running quarterback. Um, you know, you're going to rely too much on your on your legs if you don't have anyone who can get open or create separation down the field. So I think that the, the money is warranted if, if they can, you know, if they allow him to be him and, and get weapons around mm-hmm. him. That's, that's, you know, I'm going to say redundant there, but yeah, I think they have to do that. Yeah, no, and K-Walk, I, I think that's a great point because so much of a quarterback's success is really more than just if the quarterback can play or not, right? Yeah, it's right. the team mm-hmm. around you. It's right. the organization. Yeah. It's the offense mm-hmm. that you run. Yeah. Like, there's so many factors that play into whether guys are successful. And I, yeah. I think right now, if Cleveland can put some of those things in place, we will see him start to ascend for sure. For sure. Do you feel that same way, Jay, with Zach Wilson? That's a that's a, <laughs> that's a heck of a question, Britt, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you no, what. I had a piece of lint in my mouth. <laughs> when I watched him play the second game, like the first night, the opener when Rodgers went down, he he, I was like, oh, I don't know, but I saw some flashes in the second game. Like mm-hmm. I saw some of the things that people really loved about him when he was coming out of college. He's obviously really talented. And he, I think he's a better athlete than people probably give him credit for. But I don't know, Britt. Like, I just don't know if he can play winning football consistently enough mm-hmm. to really get the Jets where they want to go. So I'm going to have to say no on that one. <laughs> I got to say no on that one. Just, you know, I just, you know, I didn't mean to ask that question. But no, I just wanted to, it's, it's to see. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, we're going to move on. Um, I want to get into the NBA, but I want to do do a little segment called two on two. What I'm going to do is exactly what it says, two on two. You tell me which team you would, um, you would prefer or you would think will win. Why, if you're able to. So just kind of throwing this out there, guys. I did not give um, give my co-host the, the teams prior. So this is just a spontaneous thing going on here. All right, first one. Hmm. Let's see. We have LeBron James. And Damian Lillard on one side versus Steph Curry and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Did I say that right? Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. something like that. On the other side, <laughs> who you got? <laughs> K. Walk, I'm coming to you. So, Britt, is this is this them now, or is this them like at their in their prime? 
Hmm. 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 I mean, <laughs> uh, boy, let me see. Because that I'll might see. change the answer a little bit, maybe. Let's see, somebody got some of these guys are currently in their prime, so uh, I'm gonna say this is them healthy. Okay. So don't I don't want to hear it. they're not healthy. This is them fully healthy. Okay. At their best right okay. now. Okay. We'll do right okay. now. What you got? Okay, so we got we got Dame and LeBron. <laughs> I don't know, right? Dame and LeBron and, and Steph and Giannis. You said? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm wow. I wow. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go Steph and uh, Giannis. I'll go uh, Steph and Giannis. Uh, I think uh, Giannis is a lot more athletic uh, than LeBron's usually uh, usually guarding. I think uh, LeBron. I don't think I've ever seen LeBron guard Giannis. That's, that's because I think it's a mismatch there, and it may be a mismatch on the other side as well. But um, I'm just thinking about the offensive side of it. Um, I don't think that I don't think Dame can stay with his Steph with his with his dribble and three point shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the more I think about it, I think this, uh, that team is more athletic and better and pure shooters uh, as well because Giannis can hit inside and he can take it outside uh, as well. Especially coming downhill, I don't see LeBron stopping him. Uh, so I'm gonna take I'll take Steph and Giannis. I'll take Steph and Giannis on this. Jay, your thoughts? You I'm like actually bringing in there. I'm, yeah, I'm with K Walk on this one. I'm going to mm-hmm. go Steph and Giannis as well. I I agree. I don't when Giannis is coming downhill, he's virtually unguardable. And then mm-hmm. on the flip side, I do think his length would bother LeBron because LeBron really doesn't have the quickness to just go by anybody anymore. So I think the the length of Giannis would really bother LeBron. And then Steph and Dame, like even I mean, Dame's probably going to get his as well. Of course. Yes. Um, but just the, the shooting of Steph, I, I just yeah, it's hard to pick against those two guys. This one is actually very hard. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna be the outlier. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go the opposite direction here. I'm gonna go with Dame and LeBron. Not necessarily because Dame. Um, I think Steph Curry just is shooting. Although Damian Lillard shooting is close oh, is. to Steph's, not quite mm-hmm. there, but it is close there um i kind of they don't cancel each other out but i kind of think they're pretty close to one another um lebron here's the thing with Giannis. lebron has some defensive capabilities when he wants to and he has shown that right he has still shown that you keep Giannis out of that paint and you make him shoot I'm going to say seven times out of ten, he's going to miss that shot. <laughs> seven times out of ten, Giannis will miss that shot. Maybe i give him six times out of ten, sure. Giannis will miss that shot. But then on the other side, yes, Giannis is linked long. LeBron can shoot the ball. LeBron, although he may not be as quick, he is a lot stronger than Giannis. So he has the size to use against him in a post-up. So I think because of that, LeBron can still block, block uh, 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 your shot from coming behind because he still has the hops. I don't know how at almost age 40, he could still jump through the roof. So because of those things, I'm going to go with LeBron and Damien, uh, and LeBron and Dame time. Also, LeBron has the uh, IQ that Giannis does not have whatsoever. So that's another thing. Yeah, I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, should I say? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go with it. I'm going with LeBron and Dame. All right, next one, guys. Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid versus Luka Doncic 
and the Joker. Who you got? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wait, what? <laughs> Kyrie Irving and Embiid. Yeah, I know. Versus weird matchup. Um, Doncic and Jokic. You want me to switch it around or something? Jay, I'm going to come to you first. I, I'm going to take Kyrie and Embiid. I, I think Embiid, I, I don't think the Joker can guard Embiid on the on the block. Embiid is just mm-hmm. too physical. And I'm sure the Joker is going to get his offensively as well. But then um, on the flip side, you know, Don, Luca can't stay in front of Kyrie. Now, now Luca might be able to bully Kyrie a little bit on the so block, that's though. So that. that's going to be a tough cover for both of those guys. Right. Oh, that's tough. That's that tough. is tough. But I, I'm gonna stick with Kyrie and um, and and Embiid because Embiid is just a dominant force. And the shot making of that's that's tough. That's really a coin flip. But but give me Kyrie and Embiid. I don't really have a good reason. (laughs) (laughs) K Walk, what's your what's your thoughts on this? I'm going I'm going Luca and and uh, and Joker, man. I I think that's a mismatch because I think that you know even on the defensive end uh, of it, if um, Embiid and 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 Kyrie are on offense, I think Luca can. I think Luca can just keep him off the three-point line because I know that Kyrie can shoot the three. Hey, I trade two for three any any time. So just run him off. You're gonna get the. You're gonna get. Let him have the two. Um, and then you come back and because Luca can shoot the three and Kyrie can't block his three like Luca can block Kyrie's three. So I'm gonna you know just because based off of that because I think Joker and Embiid will ultimately um you know just uh just just cancel one another out um, to be honest with you um but I still I still haven't seen that matchup because you know Joel and B's been hurt every time they play if for some reason or another. I don't, I'm not saying not every time they play. play. I'm just saying. They played against I, I, each other. I, I, yeah, I gotta see film on that one, man. I gotta see film on that one. But um, yeah, I, I think Philly, I, but they play against each other. Um, I think yeah, I'll take Luca over I, just because of the size advantage, mm-hmm. and I think he can get him down low, and he can also you know keep uh, Kyrie off of the three point line. So with that being, and he can hit the three. So with that being said, I'm gonna take Luca and uh, and Jokic. I think for me, this is kind of like a defense versus offense type of thing. But then one side does offense and the other side does somewhat defense, I guess. I don't know. But um, I got I don't know. I think in this situation, I got to go with Kyrie and Embiid. Um, I just think defensively, they'll step it up just a little bit more than a Luka and a Jokic. Um, now, if you were to say a five on five, that might be a little difference with certain players. I think Jokic is the smartest player out of all of these guys. Um, just his IQ is beyond smart. <clears throat> but him going head-to-head with an Embiid, it's a little bit tough. Um, you know, I think Nikolai Jokic will score, of course. I just think defensively he's Embiid will slam it and just make him look very bad. And then defensively Embiid can step up a little bit. Luca, yes, he could shoot. I just think Kyrie, when he wants to, can play some defense and he can shut down certain people. But again, for him, it's a mindset. He's not shutting down Luca. No, no, he, he no. Can, he's not. Shutting he can. Down he can. He Inside can and outside. He can frustrate Luca, and Luca is known to get frustrated, and we have seen yeah. that time and time again. Not his very size, known. maybe. Yeah, I'm not buying. I'm not buying Kyrie stopping Luca. Luca, Luca. I'm sorry, Kyrie can frustrate Luka Doncic, and Doncic has been known to get frustrated by plenty of people. He might be more talented than those guys, 
But when you step up and you play a little bit tougher defense on him, he gets very frustrated and becomes a mental thing for Luka. So in this, and Kyrie Irving is box office. Don't get it twisted. Offensively, Kyrie Irving is box office. Yeah. He will cross Luca up into another universe. And that's right. And, and that's why I said fall. you'll give up the two. So, give up the two. Just don't let him shoot the three. That's all. So um and Kyrie can also shoot the three as well. So he's yeah, but Luca can block his shot though. Luca can defend. Luca's defend. not blocking nobody. Luca all has to do is stand Luka, in front of him. Let him go Luka by. Luca is go not by. blocking. Give him the two. I give when up the two. When was the last time three. you seen Luca Doncic play defense? Go ahead. I right. will. If he could just stand there, all he has to do he could just stand <laughs> there. Kyrie. And just let him go by him. Yeah, and let Kyrie. him go by him. And let him go by him. I'll, I'll give up the two for the three. Will jump to the side and shoot the three. That's okay. how box office he is. Okay. Okay. Like he's not he if he Kyrie we've seen Kyrie go up against taller guys every almost well, he, every if time he has he to plays do all of that and, and make over them. if he has to do it all of that it. and make the shot and makes the shot, then he deserves to win. Shooting saying, wise. Like, if Kyrie is in that zone, it is hard to stop Kyrie. No matter where thing. and Luca does the same thing on the at the at the. What uh, I'm saying uh, is, one team. player will step up defensively; the other will not. If you could tell me a time where Luca plays some hard nosed defense, then I'll give you that. But until then, I got to go with Kyrie and Joe and beat on this one. All right, next one, guys. We're gonna do John Morant and Jimmy Butler versus Devin Booker and Jalen Brown. Who you got? K Walk, you got first. Who who was who was with uh Jimmy Butler? John ja Morant. John ja Morant. Uh Devin Booker and it's a guard Jimmy situation Brown. here. Right. Uh John ja Morant. Who's gonna guard John ja Morant? Uh Jalen Brown, Devin Booker. I'm gonna uh, all right, I'm gonna go with uh this one's hard. I'm going to go with yeah. I'm going to go with John Morant and uh, and Dev, and um John Morant and uh, and and Jimmy Buck uh, Jimmy buckets because I think Jimmy Buck is, is the uh, the X factor here. I think he can do it both. I think he does it more on both sides of the uh, or the both sides of the ball than any other guy in in, in this equation. So um, I think and with John Morant's uh, athletic ability, his ability to get to the court, mm-hmm. I can't see Devin Booker, maybe Jalen Brown, but I think it's a wash. But uh, I'm just because of of Jimmy Butler's. Um, dog mentality and John mm-hmm. Morant's athletic ability. I'm gonna take those two. Jay, who you got? I think I'm gonna go the other way. I think this one's close. Really, I don't think either. I think it's really close, but I'm gonna go the other way. Um, I think the scoring of Devin Booker, we saw that in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Just when this guy gets hot, I mean, he's very, very difficult to stop. And then obviously, Brown is coming on year after, you know, every single year. It looks like he adds something to his game and gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jaws inconsistent. I agree with K Walk about Jimmy, like that dog mentality, tough shot maker. He's going to defend. I think with Jai, it could go either way. Like if he's on, he's going to be, mm-hmm. he might be hitting some stuff. And if he's off, he might be playing wild and out of control. So I think I'm with Jimmy Booker buying. and Brown. Here. With Jimmy as a teammate. He's not buying that. I think for me, oof, this one's tough. But I, I agree with K-Walk on this. I think the X factor is Jimmy Butler. Just that mentality, that dog mentality, that will to win. And I don't care what John, Mar- John Morant, John Morant, however you want to say it, is doing. <laughs> Jimmy going to give him the look, like get yourself mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, John Morant's, Morant's uh, mentality might all of a sudden change. 
I know Devin Booker is who scoring wise just lights out. Oh my yeah. goodness. Just like he's the best scorer out of all of these guys. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Jalen Jalen Brown sometimes his consistency just isn't there yeah, all the time. That's true. And that's the frustrating part. As talented as he is, I mean, he is the highest paid player in the NBA right now, guys. And as talented, yeah, I said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> as talented as he is, his consistency is just not there. One day, he's, one moment he's on, next moment he's like super ice cold. And I'm just like, eh, it's not it for me. So I, in this situation, I'm going to say John Morant and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets. Um, all right. Next one, Donovan Mitchell and Anthony Davis. They're healthy. They are healthy. <laughs> Versus <laughs> Jamal Murray and Bam out of Bayou. Jay, I'm going to come to you first. Oh, um, wow. Um, I think I got to go. I got to go AD and Mitch here. It's tough, but I got to go AD and Mitch because I think healthy, everybody feeling good. I, I would I would imagine AD is probably the best player in that group when everybody's healthy and feeling good. Mm-hmm. And, and and Donovan Mitchell might even be a little bit underrated, I, especially in a two-on-two matchup. <laughs> his ability to score and his ability to defend, I think that would go a long way. So give me give me Donovan Mitchell and AD in this one. Yeah, um, I'm a, I think for me – Ooh. Hmm. Uh, I'm uh, I'm also go with everybody's healthy, right? I gotta remember that in the top of my head. Everybody's healthy. I'm gonna go with AD if and I'm sorry, he's he's on, on the team. My apologies. AD and the spider on this one. <laughs> um I and I agree with, with Jay. I think AD is the best player out of all of, all of these guys, if healthy or when healthy. And has the right mentality. Um, he could do it all. He could play defense. He could score. Um, he could shoot the ball. He has good, very good post moves. He has a tough mentality. Donovan Mitchell could shoot the ball very well. Um, he's tough. But this is not the not Jamal Marion Bam out of body. I think those two are dogs. Um, especially Jamal. Well, I'm going to Jamal Murray, then Bam out of body first. But Jamal Murray can shoot, and he showed that when he was in the championship recently. Um, it was between him and Jokic, between those two, and they played off off each other so well. And Bam, he could play well in that pose, and he is good defensively. So AD has a tough matchup going on here. Um, but I just think AD, he he's he's a good player when he's healthy. But K, what your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to make it unanimous as much as I hate to go against my man, Bam. Um, <laughs> I just I just think Mitchell and Murray kind of wash each other out for the most part. I'll give a little bit of the edge to, to Donovan Mitchell. But um, I think AD and Bam, because um, yeah. Bam's not a true center. Bam really isn't. He's just a power forward playing center um, because that's the way the league is, is, is made up of today. So um, I think AD is a little too long for Bam. Uh, to be mm-hmm. honest, I'm a little too athletic. Uh, you know, he can body him up, but you know, hopefully, you know, if he body, maybe if he body him up enough, you know, he can put him in the street clothes, and then he, you know, he'll call for a sub. <laughs> Meaning, hey, call for a sub in a two on two matchup, no one on the bench. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll give if everything goes according to plan, everybody stays healthy, things of that nature, mm-hmm. and they play at their best ball. I'll give the I'll give the edge to uh, uh, to Mitch Donovan Mitchell and uh, and AD because I think AD is the, is the X factor here. Yeah, so that's we all agree. Last one, guys. Then we head into break. Y'all ready for this one? 
Mm-hmm. Shoot. Anthony Edwards <clears throat> and Zion Williamson versus a healthy Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. Athletic, what we've seen, okay? Don't think of all the other stuff. Versus De'Aaron Fox. Maybe I should have put Ben Simmons in there, but no. De'Aaron <laughs> Fox and Pascal Siakam. Who you got? K-Walk, I'm coming to you first on this one. This might All be right. the easiest one of the night. Bro. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, healthy, oh, well, right? Shall I put Ben Simmons in there then? Yes, healthy, yeah. I, I, yeah I'm gonna, I don't know. For me. Yeah, I, I don't know if Jay's going to go this way, but I, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm gonna go with Anthony Edwards and uh, and then Zion Williamson here. I, I think mm-hmm. that's uh, the best way to go. Uh, you know, I just don't think that um, you know Siakam man is as good as he is for uh, you know for uh, Toronto. I don't, I, yeah, I don't see him as that guy that can stop a Zion Williamson down low. I think he's gonna obviously he's gonna have to. Stop. I know Deion, uh, DeAndre Fox is fast. Uh, Edwards can just do it all, man. He can shoot over yep. you. Um, yeah, I think this is an easy one for me too. The more and more I think about it, so I'll go with Anthony Edwards and, and uh, Zion. Yeah, okay. Walk right. on. I'm I'm right there with you on that yeah. one. I, I, I think Anthony Edwards is just too big too. Like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Aaron Fox, you have a hard time with that big yeah. body. Um, and, and yeah, Zion, man, healthy. Not not overeating Zion. Yeah, not hungry. Not hungry. He, yeah, he's, right, well, he's let's, tough. Let's, so. let's time this out. Then we're gonna time this out. We're gonna switch it up. We're gonna switch it up. We're gonna with Anthony Edwards and Pascal Siakam versus De'Aaron Fox and Zion Williamson. Let's switch it around. Ooh. Switching the two big men around. Okay. For me, I think I'd switch. I, I think I'm just going with Zion. Like whatever team yeah. Zion's on, and and, okay. and I'm going against yeah, uh, Siakam. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, just, yeah, I'm switching because yeah. I just don't feel like he's on that <laughs> same level as everybody. Uh-huh. Else. I can I concur. I concur. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> not going to. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to disagree. Um, I figure we give him disagree. His props. Like you diss Siakam. Disagree. <laughs> get it <laughs> i was like wait what <laughs> no I'm, I'm i'm gonna agree with you guys um okay. i gotta go with zion williamson i figure we finally give him his props because we we kind of get on him from being at the buffet line 24 7 so um, on himself he brought it he, he did he did mm-hmm. um but he is a talent of a lifetime so sure. he is a he is a talent when healthy so Stay any, healthy, any, man. Stay any healthy, team that brother. Zion Williamson Williamson is on, I'm I'm uh, I'm going with that. So plus he can shoot a little bit. Oh, that's a that's bad. That's bad. Even though you're a Duke guy, man, I'm still rooting for you, brother. For real. <laughs> right. Got the, talent, Got the talent. Got the talent. As exactly. All right, guys, we're gonna head into our first break. Um, and when we come back, I want to get back into the NFL and talk about these teams. Just, just. We'll talk about that on the other side. But please, again, <laughs> please subscribe to our YouTube channel um, at The Sideline Speaks. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And please follow us on Twitter at Sideline Speaks. But you guys are watching. What are they watching, guys? The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, 
counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Handed So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sideline speak. Sorry if you guys heard that. <laughs> my phone ringing. Oh. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sideline speak. To myself, Brittany Jones, <laughs> yeah. alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We make it easy to talk sports. Sorry, I had to say that. That, that kind of got me in the in the break, the commercial. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. Right. Um, maybe Princess will allow me to say that yeah. on, uh, on our commercials. <laughs> but all right, guys, let's get back into it. Um, I'm a jokester, as you can see. So I want to get back into it. Prior to the break, I said coming after the break, we'll talk about these particular winless teams. Only two teams. We're only week two. In the NFL season, so things can absolutely change. But starting 0-2 is not the greatest thing to do in the NFL. Now, if you go 0-3, eh, you got some work to really do. So I'm going to give these names, these teams. You tell me, can they turn it around? And I'm going to ask you for certain teams, not all teams, are they playoffs? Will they be able to make it to the playoffs or not? Guys ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. First one. Hopefully you know where I'm going right off the gate. Right out the gate. Cincinnati Bengals. Can they turn it around after going 0-2 thus far? And can they make it to the playoffs? Jay, I'm going to come to you first. Man, so we know last year it was kind of the same story with them, right? They got off to an 0-2 start and were able to get things rolling To me, this year, it just looks a little bit different and it feels a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I think because of the division that they play in, but the Ravens are are 2-0 right now. Uh, The Steelers had a big win last night. You know, I think Cleveland's going to be very good. Um, So I'm going to say no, Britt. And I know that's probably Mm going to shock and surprise a lot of people. They may have been my they may have been my way too early make it to the Super Bowl pick. So I'm going to need to change that as well. But Britt, I don't know. Like the Bengals just have never really fixed the thing they need to fix. And that is getting an offensive line in front of Joe Burrow so that he can sit back there and pick people apart. And until they fix that, I just don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going to say no. I know that probably sounds crazy to a lot of people, but I I don't think so. I don't think they're going to get out of this hole. Okay. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I agree with everything Jay just mentioned. And then you have to throw in there as well that calf injury that uh, Joe Burrow yes. is dealing with. He yes. just re-aggravated it so as well. And then you got an unhappy – well, he's probably happy now after the game that he had this past Sunday. But T. Higgins was uh, unhappy with his contract. So, um, you know, there was some – you know, disarray there, some distraction, but I think that, you know, you probably kind of quiet that or, you know, kind of fix that, if you will, you know, by him t- scoring those two touchdowns. But again, going back to Joe Burrow's uh, um, calf strain, that's something serious. I mean, I don't care what sport yeah. you play in, um, that calf strain is going to set you back for quite some time. And um, I know he's signed that big contract where we all expect him to do. Um, 
And like Jay mentioned, one of the biggest things that I was going to say other than the calf injury was the division that they play in. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at um, Pittsburgh is one and one now. They they won last night. Uh, Cleveland won, you know, one and one. And they 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 made uh, Cincinnati look real bad in that first week. Yeah. And then you got the Baltimore Ravens who are two and zero right now. So it's hard to it's going to be hard in this mm-hmm. division to get back into the playoffs. I think the only way that they make the playoffs is by winning this division. And with that all that being said, I don't I think it's very hard. I think yeah. the only thing that they may have going for them it's just now it's a seventeen game season. But I still don't think that's right. enough time or enough games to be honest with you. So I'm going to say no. They don't they won't make the playoffs. They better be careful with that calf injury too. Yeah, yeah don't, don't put him out there if he's not nope. healthy. Nope. Yeah, and and who's their backup quarterback? I'm not even sure who their backup quarterback is exactly. to be honest exactly. with you. Um, and behind that <laughs> yeah, offensive exactly. line, that offensive line is still mm-hmm. very subs, uh, suspect. Um, clearly, they, they had a tough time protecting Joe Burrow as it is, and they tried to improve it over the offseason, If I'm not, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, it's going to be tight. The AFC, the entire conference is tight. Um, it's not like the NFC where a lot of things is wide open because you may right. have three or four top teams and then the rest is, you know, just to pick them out of a hat of who can make it to the playoffs. This one is just too tight, too close. Odds are Joe Burrow may not play this coming. I think they're supposed to play on Sunday, I believe. Um he may not play on Sunday. I'm not. I can't yeah. think of who they're going up against on Sunday. That could also be another loss if they can't win that game. So, I think if they win on Sunday for sure, I don't think they're going to make it to the playoffs. Um, they got to get this team tightened up. And I agree with you, Jay. You cannot rush him back at, uh, due to that calf injury. I think they rushed him at rushed him back prior to the injury, and I think yeah. it's going to bite him in the long run because if you just would have waited another extra week or two. Maybe he comes back healthy. Then maybe at that point you could turn things around and get to where um, you want to get to as far as playoffs. But again, we said this last year. True. <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> somehow, some way, they made it to the playoffs and got very far um, in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Next yeah, Jake Brown. Yeah, Jake Browning is their, his backup, and uh, is his backup is. <laughs> exactly. And then they got a Monday night game against the uh, the Rams this week. So, and, and the Rams aren't bad. You know, the no, Rams, the Rams look pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, they they look very good against the 49ers uh, last Sunday, and you know they beat uh, they beat Se- Seattle in their first game. So the yep. Rams they they've improved a lot. This could uh, be so another gonna, L for yeah, them. It could be. It really could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one rookie was Akuna, Akuna, Akuna. That's the Akuna, yeah, the Akuna yeah, whatever Mata- it is. No, Akuna, <laughs> I can't think. I can't. Ain't no worries. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, he's funny. he's a talent. He is a yeah. talent. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's definitely gonna be yeah. interesting. So, but we'll see what happens. All right, next next team. Okay, well, I'm gonna come to you first because this is your guy, Chicago Bears. Can they turn it around after the 0-2 start? My guy. Who's my guy? Justin Fields you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Hey, my guy. Um, <laughs> but um, no, absolutely not. I don't think so. I, I think that what they have right now presently constructed, I really thought going into the season, I thought the Chicago Bears had a legitimate chance of winning this uh, division. But going 0-2 right now, and Justin Fields has not lived up to – 
the billing, if you will. And there was a lot of talks about him being traded. They brought in DJ Moore. They traded, uh, you know, traded for him. Uh, they got him some help there. They got some, uh, uh, what's the name, uh, Cement, the, uh, the tight end there. Um, they don't look good to me at all. They don't look good to me at all. Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields um, doesn't look like he's, you know, he's going to take that next step. I thought he would, um, especially with the DJ Moore, but he has not. And I don't know if he can. I don't know if he if he hasn't done it by now. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see it, to be perfectly honest with you. So I don't I have no I know I have no confidence in them winning this division or or winning. I mean, if they don't win a division, obviously, they're not making the playoffs, in my opinion. So, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I was watching some film uh, of Justin Fields. I just don't know what it is. He's just not committing on some of these throws. And I say committing because he sees the receiver wide open, but he's not making that throw. Um, It's like he hesitates for some reason. I'm not exactly sure. He'll pull it back and take off running, and then he gets tackled. And I'm like, it's just not – something's not clicking right now. Granted, it's just week two, but – I don't think they're going to win a division. And if they don't mm-hmm. win that division, I agree with you, K-Walk. They're not going to make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I know it's the NFC. They're in the NFC, right? Yeah. I know the it's NFC. The, um, North, the NFC. Um, but I just – I don't see it. I, I just think talent-wise, they have some talent, but I just – they don't have enough to overcome this. Jay, your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a long <laughs> year in Chicago. Um, I think oh. this might be the end of Justin Fields too. Yeah. Like I think he might mm-hmm. be on a different team next year. And you're right, Britt. I've seen some clips too of guys running wide open and him either not pulling the trigger or or just <clears throat> flat out missing them. You know, in right. terms of his reading progression. So mm-hmm. it's just off. And I just don't think they have the talent to kind of to pick up and pull this thing out of the gutter. So it's going right. to be a long year for the Bears, and I, I think they have no shot at all at making the playoffs. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, next one, guys, because everybody loves this quarterback. Well, some of us do. Um, the L.A. Chargers, can they turn it around, and will they make the playoffs? Jamma comes to you first on this. Oh, man, that's a tough one because, you know, they had a tough loss. to. They've had a couple of tough losses. Um mm-hmm. They might be the best 0-2 team in, out of this bunch of teams that we're looking at here, mm-hmm. but I think because they're in the AFC, because the t- competition is so stiff, the margin of error is so thin, mm-hmm. I think 0-2 is, is a pretty serious hole. Um, so I'm going to say no, Britt. I'm going to say they don't get mm-hmm. in. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't think I disagree with you. I, let me rephrase that. I agree with you. Like she wanted to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I just... Look, I Justin Herbert has a lot of talent, but he gets so much praise to not get anywhere. Does that make sense? To not like he doesn't. I don't see resiliency from him just yet. And yeah. granted, he's still young. I don't know how much more we could use. He's still young. Excuse because there are a lot of young quarterbacks that get destroyed. Um, and have performed much better, even within the first two weeks of the season or in years past. Um, I just don't know what it is about this team. They have talent. They have a lot of good receiving talent. They have a good running back. Austin Eckler is very talented. Um, Maybe it's the head coach, Brandon Stanley. I'm not exactly sure what it could potentially be, but something is just hasn't clicked just yet. 
maybe they can turn around. I don't think they're going to turn around being all the things that Jay just said. Um, they're in the AFC. It's very tight. If you don't have them win now, it's going to be very, very uh, you odds are you're not going to get in. Let's be real. Odds are you're not going to get in uh, because those teams who are winning, you got to catch up to those guys, and it's going to be very tough. So I'm going to say no as well. K Walk, your thoughts? Yeah, but you you mentioned, you know, there's not a lot of people that say he's still he's a young quarterback, but I tell you what, the Chargers do. They just gave him that big contract. So they believe he's still young. So <laughs> they believe he's still young. So um, yeah, you know what? This is a tough one for me because um the, the last one, the last game that they lost, I, I couldn't really put it on Justin Herbert because you really when you don't have an Austin Eckler, because they didn't mm-hmm. have Austin Eckler, he was out with that uh that injury. Um a guy like that who who caught over what a hundred balls last year last year mm-hmm. rushed over four thousand yards. You know that's a weapon that any quarterback would love to have, and it makes their game mm-hmm. you know you know um, a lot better. Um, I'm looking at the division. Uh, you got the Raiders in there. You, you know you got the uh, the Broncos. The Broncos are you know you don't know what they're gonna you're gonna get with the Broncos each and every week. And the same thing with the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs now with the Chiefs right now. I know the Chiefs. They started off. They started off with that loss to uh, Detroit, you know, because they mm-hmm. didn't have Kelsey, they didn't have Chris Jones, but they came back and won last week. I say this out of this bunch. I think they they can do it. They can do it. Will they do mm-hmm. it? I say they. <laughs> I hate to say will. What was the question? Will they do it or can they do it, Brett? Let me ask uh, you. I'm gonna change it up for you. Will they turn it around? Will they make the playoffs? All right, you know what? I say they will. They will. I I believe that they will do it. Yeah, I believe that they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Put it out there. Yeah, I I like Justin Herbert. I think he's going to uh, he's going to live up to that contract. You get Mm -hmm. um, a a healthy Austin Eckler. They got a pretty good defense. The head coach is a little questionable, but I think they can overcome that. Uh, So I'm gonna say, yeah, they they can and they will do it. They will. Yeah. Okay. Well, the head, the head coach looked a little the, bit insecure in some of yeah, those uh, press right, conferences. Right, right, yeah. So that that worries me a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, he's same real here. defensive. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, maybe same they will. Okay. Well, here. it's not a bad pick, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not putting any money on it though. But I, like, <laughs> I like the way it sounded when it came out. So I went. <laughs> All right. Next one, guys. I'm. 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 This, this team's a lot tougher than what I thought they would be. The New England Patriots, can they turn their season around after being 0-2? Jay, you already shaking your head now, so you <laughs> no, might as well just say what can. you got to say. No, they can't. They <laughs> cannot. I, I don't, at least I don't believe they can. Um, <laughs> no, nah, they, look, they look bad. Mm-hmm. And I know we're going to talk about Belichick a little bit later, but, but sometimes, you know, the, the ship has sailed. You know, you're past mm-hmm. your prime. I, I really think they they try to outthink the room so much that it ends up backfiring on them. It just feels like a really stale organization. I, I don't think there's any way. I don't yeah. think there's any way they're getting in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, no, I said, can they turn it around? I asked the playoffs for them. I don't think no, they, can't the they can't even turn it around. They can't even turn it around. I'll ask that for the teams that has the potential. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Look, their defense is tough. Um, their, their defense is tough, and and maybe that's because Bill Belichick had like 18 weeks to scout out the daggone Eagles, and he had that much talent. Or well, against any team, he could probably do well. But 
I don't think they're going to turn it around either. I think it's just far gone. I don't think they have a good enough receivers. Um, I know they have a couple young receivers over there, but I just don't think not yet. They're not developed. They're not where they need to be yet. And Mac Jones, uh, I'm Oops. not sure how. Yeah, I'm, he's he's okay. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. how I feel. He about doesn't him. get you real excited. So <laughs> right, right. So I, I'm not sure how I feel about him. I just think again during the AFC. It's just too tough. Um, so I'm gonna say no. Okay, walk your thoughts. Yeah, I'm gonna make it unanimous because of you guys who talked about Mac Jones. I, I don't think he has what it takes, and I think mm-hmm. that Bill Belichick, um, he's a defensive guy. We 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 all know right. that he you know he focuses on that defense before anything. Mm-hmm. But then when you go in and with a Mac Jones who hasn't proven anything up until this point, and you release right before the camp or right after camp. Um, and then you have to get down to your 53 man roster. You cut your you cut your third your second string quarterback and you cut your third mm-hmm. string quarterback and then and you bring him back. So it's just like he doesn't really know what's going on right there. He doesn't really care about the offense. That's what he looks like right. to me. It's so blah. I know they brought in Ezekiel Elliott just you know to spell Stevenson. You know, like mm-hmm. you mentioned a couple of um, young receivers. They got you know um, Kendrick Bourne out there, but right. you know, but Mac Jones is is the, is that key factor right there. He's the main guy. And I, I don't see it in him. I don't see a guy who's in a situation that he can make better, or even if even as a, a, a manager of an offense, mm-hmm. I don't see him being that guy. He's just not good enough to me. I don't I don't see anything about him that excites me or thinks that he can help that defense by any stretch. So I'm say absolutely not. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'll give Mac Jones credit here. He has good accuracy, um, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> five yards, five yards slants. He's a mean, he's a, right? Yeah, some good accuracy. <laughs> All right, guys. Next one, we're gonna go to those Minnesota Vikings. Mm. They are 0 2. Can they turn around? Now, remember, they are in the NFC, mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens. K Walk, your thoughts can they turn around? Can they make it to the playoffs? I think they can. Um, I think they can. Um, I, I, I like this this offense. I mean, I just I, I, every time we talk about the Vikings, I bring up this offense and the weapons around Kirk Cousins. If you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, he actually has pretty good numbers. It's just the defense mm-hmm. that's letting them down right now. Because when you look at, you know, I, I don't you know. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, listen. I'm hey, just kidding. I'm just the, numbers, kidding. The, numbers, the, numbers, the numbers don't lie. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, it could be. It very well could be that, Britt. Um, but, yeah, when you have, a you know, mm-hmm. a Justin Jefferson, arguably the best um, – Receiver in the game, TJ Hawkinson, and um, and they even brought the young kid. Um, what they got? Um, Jordan Addison. Jordan. No, no, I was I was talking about the other kid, but I was going to get oh. to Jordan Addison. Uh, uh, DJ was it? Uh, DJ uh, Oz. Uh, oh, I forget his name, but he makes mm-hmm. big plays all, uh, all the time. Yeah. Um, he makes big plays all the time. So Kirk Cousins is finding his guys. Jordan Addison, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know he had a big game last game, but some for some reason or another they just can't get over that hump. They can't get past that. Uh, right. You know that 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 kind of like the Chargers when it's a close game they can't win those those close games for whatever reason but um I think they can do it I think they're in a division where it's probably mm-hmm. you can see the Lions we talked about the Bears I don't think we can we, we all agree that the Bears won't turn it around the Packers still a question mark they're still an enigma right now uh so I think they can and then I, I think they will do it I think they will do it yeah I okay well I agree with you I think um they're a little bit better than what people may think they are. Um, like you said, offensively, they're very explosive. You got to be careful with those receivers, and they got yes, receivers sure. left and right. Um, 
they need to be able to protect Kirk Cousins a little bit more because you can still rattle him. But when he has the time, he can deliver the football. Mm-hmm. Um, he he really can. It's just going up against some of those tougher defenses that cause some some problems for him. And that defense is a little bit better uh, with Brian Flores over there now. They started yeah. to prove a little bit more on the on the opposite side, the uh, on the other side of football. They don't have the talent, so maybe if they had a little bit more talent on the defensive side, then maybe they could have won uh, uh, one or you know one of those games prior. They're not going to win that Eagles game, but they came close. I give them that credit. Nice try. Uh, <laughs> I'm just talking. Um, but yes, I do think out of most of these teams that we're talking about, they are the one team that could potentially turn it around mm-hmm. and. Um, and uh, make it to the playoffs. They're in the NFC, so it's a little wide open after the first. What, four Brett, let me ask maybe. you: You keep saying they're in the NFC. What does that mean? To I'm not sure what that means. They're in the after NFC. the top. What four? T- well, how many teams go to the playoffs? Six, seven, six. Is it seven, seven now. It's seven, seven now, right? Seven now. Seven. Yeah, I think those line. last three spots are kind of. They, they say you don't. Eight, eight. Oh, it's eight. Yeah, eight. eight for one. Yeah, yeah. I forget how they do it now, but it's it is still eight. It's, yeah, it's eight. So I yeah. think those last what three or four spots are kind of open. We don't know okay. which what. Right. Maybe I'll give it three spots because uh, I think that top wild card may be taken up. But okay. um, it's kind of open in the NFC. Like you just don't know which team it's going to be. Will it okay, be the Vikings? Right. Will it be Detroit? Will it be? I know we said a couple other teams in there. We we like we know San Francisco is going to make it. Odds are Dallas, the Eagles, most likely will be make it. They're in the same division, so it may be one of those teams will be in the wild card. But um, outside of that, it's just like who's next? Seattle right. will probably get you. there, and then who next? So my bad. So that's 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 why I keep saying that. Okay, um, okay it's okay. a little bit more open than the AFC. The AFC, you got eight teams. That that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. They're making okay. it, and, and you mess up. That's it. But Jay, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> it's tough. Like I don't really disagree with anything you guys said about the Vikings, but I don't know. They're zero and two right now. They play the Chargers this weekend. I I feel like the Chargers win that game. So now they're zero and three. Yes, they get some relief against the Panthers, so one and three, but then they play the Chiefs. I mean, if they start one and four, are they really making the playoffs? I, I don't see it. Um, and then two, like if you're one and four, you gotta start thinking, okay, now how does this affect the locker room? How does this affect motivation? Are guys gonna start mm-hmm. saying, you know, our season's falling apart? So I just think losing <clears throat> those first two games were critical with this team. They got some tough games coming up. If they come out the gate one and four, I, I just don't see how it happens. So I agree with all the things you guys said. Like the offense is good. Kirk Cousins is better mm-hmm. than people probably think he is. I like Flores as a defensive coordinator, although I didn't love how he just continued to let the Eagles run the ball down his throat and didn't make any adjustments whatsoever. Because he but, wanted to do what the Patriots did. But, um, <laughs> so we had to make the adjustment. I appreciate four that. out of the gate. <laughs> That's gonna be hard to overcome. So I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say no. They're not making the playoffs. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see what what's gonna happen. All right, guys, let's move on because I realize my time is getting short. And, you know, I always go overtime. So, um, uh, overtime. Here we go. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna skip that one. Huh. Let's let's get into a couple NFL previews and then I'll get into the ultimate goal and then we'll go into our break here. So NFL previews. I didn't want to do the normal 
one of our teams because we always do that, right? I want to kind of go a different direction here. So the first game might not be as exciting <laughs> with these with these games. First one is Rams versus the Bengals. I believe it's the Rams at the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Who do you think is going to win this game? And can the Bengals get their first win? Okay, welcome. I'm going to come to you first. Yeah, I, I as much as I just I can't stand saying this, uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. You know, I, I think the mm -hmm. Rams get it done. I think the Rams are um, an improving team. They're up and coming. As, as annoying as Sean McVay is to me and, and Matt Stafford is to me, but you mentioned the the, the, the young rookie, man. They have a great co chemistry there. Uh, the young uh, running back Williams has stepped up in the absence of uh, uh, Cam Akers. Um, and then again, the young rookie stepped up in the absence of Cooper Cup. The defense has come along as well. And then you, mm -hmm. you looked over to the, the, the Cincinnati side. There's no Joe Burrow. Um, and they're 0-2 with a Joe Burrow. So 0-2, um, even though they're at home uh, with a Jake uh, Jake Browning, I, I just think that this is this is going to be a tough road to hoe for uh, for Cincinnati. So I'm going to take the Rams in this one. Jay, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to keep it brief. I agree with everything K-Walk said. I think the Rams mm -hmm. are better than people probably think. Bengals are in a tough place right now. If Burrow doesn't play or if even if he mm -hmm. tries to play and he's not yeah. 100%, I just don't think it works out. So I'm going Rams as well. Yeah, I'm going to also keep it brief because I agree with everything both you guys said. I think the biggest factor is Joe Burrow and his health. You know, he's his calf is clearly um, messing with him the last game. He's still not 100% healthy, and I think that's a major factor. He's the leader, the best player on that team. Not the best athletic player, of course, as some of the receivers, but he is the head honcho for that team, and he runs it. So without him, we just said who the backup quarterback was, and I already forgot his name. So and with that offensive line, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust that. So I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. Oh, and I love that rookie receiver from the Rams. Whew. All right, next one, guys. We're going to do the Chargers versus the Vikings. Who gets their first win here? Jay, I know you kind of alluded to alluded to a little bit, but I'll come to you first. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I just mm -hmm. think they, they've been so close to winning a couple of these games. I feel like they're finally going to get off the snide this weekend and get the W. Um, so, yeah, give me the Chargers. It'll be close. I, I think the Vikings are always going to put up a good fight, but I think mm -hmm. when it's all said and done, the Chargers get the victory. Okay, walk. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way on this one. I'm, I'm going to take the Vikings. I think the Vikings are, are due. I, and I think that mm -hmm. the Chargers are still going to be Chargers. Or they're going to charge her, if you will. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to find a way to lose a close game at, at the end. <laughs> at the end. So um, I, I think Kirk Cousins and those guys, they realize how much talent they have on that, mm -hmm. on that field. I don't know what the availability of Eckler is uh, right now, and I think that's going to play a, a huge part in it. So if even if Heckler, uh, Eckler is uh, healthy and he's ready to go, I still like uh, I still like the Vikings to come out this on on top on this one. <clears throat> uh, I don't know which way I want to go. It's like I want to go with the Chargers. I'm just not sure. I know they have talent, but like you said, Austin Eckler is out, and that's a huge missing piece for them. Kind of he protects the. Their quarterback, Justin Herbert. Sure. Um, I do think the Chargers' defense in the secondary might be a little bit better than the Vikings. But I like this Vikings team. I can't stand their fans. 
can't stand them. And it goes back to that NFC Championship where they destroyed Philly. Um, so we got some personal stuff. Mine, you might know. Can't stand them. But they got some talent on that offense. They really have some talents on our offense. And if they could figure it out on how to win some of these close games so far this year, I could see them winning this game. I, and they're I really at home, can. too. Which will and, they're, exactly. and they're at home. So um, thank goodness it's not cold. Oh, they're in the dome anyway, so it doesn't matter. Cold. But um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with K Walk on this one. I'm gonna go with the Vikings as well. All right, last one, guys. Then we're gonna go to the awesome and go and then um go to break. <clears throat> Saints. So Derek Carr versus Jordan Love and those Packers. Who do you think is gonna win this game? K Walk, who you got? Um, not that I, not that it really matters too much, but what's the uh where are they playing at? Where, uh, I didn't see that. They're playing in Green Bay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm still going to take. Yeah, I was just going to make it as what you know as far as what I was going to say. Um, is where they play at. I like this. Um, the Saints team. Shout out to my man E. Scott. Who that? Um, you know, I like this defense of the Saints. I think the Saints mm-hmm. have one of the most underrated defenses um, in the league. Uh, you know, with uh, you know Cam Jordan. You know, with uh, with the with the Honey Badger, Tyler Matthew. Uh, those guys over there just get, get, getting it done. Now, Derek Carr hasn't been the Derek Carr that I expected him to be in this uh, mm-hmm. offense. And Dennis uh, Smith, or is it Dennis Smith or, or Arthur Smith, whatever his name is, uh, the head coach there. Um, I'm still seeing the same same type of offense I saw last year. You bring in Taysom Taysom Hill in there to you know to do what Taysom Hill does. I think you got to you know that keeps Derek Carr from, you know takes him out of his rhythm. I think if you can keep Derek Carr in his rhythm, man, I think there will be a lot better offense. Uh, so with all that being said, and I still don't know how to feel about Jordan Love because he shows some signs of a really good football and other signs of of not so good football. So with all that being said, I'm going to go with the most consistent. Um, team and that's the saints they're two and oh for a reason because of that defense and i think defense travels so i'm going to go with the saints hmm you know what i'm gonna go the opposite direction here i don't i don't know why i don't i don't know why (laughs) to be honest with you for some reason i like this young kid jordan love he still has some growing pains i like him too uh, to go through um but he he can make some throws and he has shown that he can make some very good throws um I like their running game with AJ Dillard and um, is it Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones, yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones. Um, They need to get some receivers over there for sure. They have some young receivers. Yes, healthy receivers, right? (laughs) They have some good young receivers, but they need to stay healthy. But I don't know. Is the Saints? I don't know. Derek Carr just—he doesn't like you said. He—I don't know. Something's just not clicking right now. He's just not playing how I would expect for him to play to can't, be yeah, can't get this rhythm for he's yeah. not getting and granted it's still early guys it's only mm-hmm. week two we've seen quite a few quarterbacks not getting a the rhythm they should be um starting out um so because of that i'm gonna go with the packers i could be dead wrong but i'm going go with the packers jay your thoughts yeah i'm going packers as well um mm-hmm. i'm not a believer in the sense i know k walk said he likes them but I thought K Walk was going to go the other way and say he didn't believe in him. <laughs> I do agree, K Walk. I do think they have a good defense, but I I, I think Derek Carr has got to take care of the football better. Yeah, um, he he just puts right. the ball in harm's way way too often for me. And I, and Green Bay is a tough place to play too. So mm-hmm. because Green Bay is at home, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Packers in this one. Yeah, another thing with with Derek Carr is like like you said, Jay, just not taking care of the football. And you got some talented receivers. Like 
You got Michael Thomas, Chris. Uh, I, I can never yeah, say his last Alave, name. He's Alave. Alave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got some talented, and I know they're missing. Uh, uh, Alvin right Kamara. Now. Alvin Kamara, who's a mm-hmm. huge missing piece, but you still got some talent to help you out. And I just feel like he hasn't been hitting on cylinders with them. And again, it's still early. All right. Ultimate goat time. Let's get it. So for those who are watching us for the first time or listening to us, I do a segment called Ultimate Goat where I list about four to five athletes. And these guys tell me who they think the ultimate athlete is amongst the ones I've um, I've stated. You guys ready? Mm Mm-hmm. So this one I decided to do current NFL players. Okay. Not old school oh, wow. players. So I decided to go with edge rushers. I got Micah Parsons, mm. TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, and Max Crosby. Who is the ultimate active? Goat athlete. K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first on this one. Active as in right now. Is it including this season right now? Are we including this, this season or just, you know, kind of? Because oh, Bosa, my bigger reason, I, yeah, no, I'm saying the reason why I ask because Bosa, he's not in shape yet. <laughs> you know, he, that contract, I mean, that um, that contract holdout has not got him in shape. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule him out here. No, no, uh, otherwise. It's entire career. Oh, career. Okay. Career. Um let me back that up. Um, <laughs> um, uh, you know what, man? It's not fair because you put Michael Parsons in this. And the reason why I say mm-hmm. that, because Michael Parsons moves all around the field. All He could put him in the middle. You could put him on mm-hmm. left. You could put him on the right. And with these other guys, they're pretty much stationary. I mean, you you, could, you usually put him on the right or the left. They're coming off the edge no matter what. But, Micah, you don't know where he's coming from. So as much as I dislike this saying, I got to keep it real um, because that's <laughs> one thing that I do. Um, Micah Parsons is the most disruptive of defensive player in the game today. He's 2023 Lawrence Taylor. So I'm going to give the nod to uh, Michael Parsons and I'm, going to go off air after this and throw up at the same time. <laughs> but I do believe it, though, nonetheless. I do believe it. <laughs> Jay, your thoughts? Your you know what, Britt? Like, at first, when you when you said it, I was like, Micah, because he's just ridiculous, right? But then when you said career, I was thinking, well, maybe not, because he's still so early, and some of these guys mm-hmm. have a, a better body of work. Right. But I think to K-Walk's point, Micah has just looked insane mm-hmm. these first mm-hmm. couple of games. He's unblockable. He's disruptive. He's versatile. You can pretty much put him anywhere. And if he stays on this trajectory, you're right, K-Walk. He is Lawrence Taylor 2.0. And mm-hmm. that's argues, arguably the best guy to ever play Back. defense in NFL football history. So okay. I'm going to take Micah on what he's doing right now and then projecting it forward. I just I think he's gonna be just a force to be reckoned with. So I'm gonna take Micah as well. Shout out my Penn State Nittany Lions. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, look, I'm a huge Micah fan. Can't stand that uh what's that team again? I can't think of their name. Um what, whatever that name is called. 
No, I'm Ohio actually cool State. with Penn State. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with Penn State. You know, that's, that's home. Ohio. I thought it would be the other way. That's kind of far from home, but yeah, it's, it's closer to home. But it's that closer other, than Ohio. It's that other team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you root for the wrong team, Britt. <laughs> Remember, Ohio's over here. They over there. So, I mean, it's still PA, yeah. but PA is far. Um, upstate PA, that is, guys. <laughs> um, but... I love what Mike Price is doing now. Granted, he went against okay, I give him his credit. He's doing fantastic now, and I love him dearly. But you know what? I'm gonna give some love to somebody, and this is giving him love right now. I'm gonna give some love to somebody I feel like doesn't get a whole lot of love, um, mainly because he does get injured a lot, but he has the most sacks out of all these guys since the last two seasons, I believe. And that's Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is a baller. He's a disruptor. Yes, he Anybody you line up against, it's just you cannot stop him at all. He's his strength, his his ability. Miles Garrett is that guy. Now, eventually, yes, Michael Parsons will take over. Nick Bosa will take over. Miles Garrett will absolutely drop. But at this moment, I'm gonna give Miles Garrett his ultimate goal status right now. Yeah, I would have been fine with any of the four. Max Crosby, I might have rolled my eyes a little bit. But any, if someone picked any of the other four, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Um, I, I, you know, I had to throw them in. That's cool. That's cool. Throw somebody else in there. All right, guys. So we're going ahead into break. When we come back, Jay is going to take over, so we could talk, of course, more sports, and of course, we're going to get back into a little bit more NFL talk. We're going to talk a little bit more college football. Um, but you guys are watching the sideline speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here. I never had the so good sports media network. CampLyman.com. It's an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Handed So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore. David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks. Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. Guys, I got to say, we've been on air for like an hour and 10 minutes, and we have not talked about the Cowboys. So we need to do that right now, ladies and gentlemen. We got to have our weekly Cowboy time. And the question is simple this week, guys, after watching. I'm not talking about the Cowboys. I'm not, I'm not talking about the Cowboys. I can't. I can't. Why every week? Why every week? Why every single week? Really, bro? There we go. Really, bro? Hating, hating hard, too. Hating hard. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Don't become um, the new Skip Bayless, please. Don't <laughs> look. The thing is, Britt, you know, we we just like to talk about the best teams in, no. in football, and you know, I, I no matter how you feel about them, they're one of the best teams in football. I don't think anybody on this panel would disagree with that. They, they're um, always the best team in the regular season. <laughs> of football. I'm on my headset, I can't really hear it. They're always the best. 
They always the best regular season. Hey, you team. can all you can do is play the what? games on your schedule in the year <laughs> that you're in. That's all you can do. Um, my question is simple, K Walk. Is this the best defense in football? Uh, my answer is simple, Jay. No, um, it <laughs> oh, is not. Um, oh, no, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I, there's a lot of great defenses out there, and I'm going to give a shout out to a, a couple of them. We talked about the Saints. I, I have to give this shout out to the Jets. The Jets have a really good uh, a defense as well. Obviously, the Eagles uh, have a great defense. But I am going to go with my 49ers, man. And this is the reason why I'm going to go with my 49ers. Not just because I'm a 49er fan, ladies and gentlemen. Just because I think what the 49ers defense has that no other team really has, defense has, is continuity. Um, I mean, maybe you could argue a little bit for, you know, for the Eagles. But I just think when you look at this team, Defense as a whole, there this team has been together for quite some time. And you look at the defensive line with Eric Armstead, with Nick Bosa, with Drake, uh, Jake Drake, Drake Jackson, with the linebackers and uh, uh, Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. And in the back end, you got Huff, you got uh, Moody, um, you got Gibson. They've been together for quite some time. Now, you can argue that, you know, there's probably more athletic guys there, more, you know, physical guys. You know, you, if you if you match up, yeah, you probably you, you could probably, you know, Put it as that individually, yeah, you could probably put guys there. But I think as a team and in, in whole, as a defense and whole, I think the continuity that the 49ers have makes them the best defense in the, in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point, K-Wall, because I do think <clears throat> continuity-wise, the 49ers definitely have, you know, you could give them a check in that box for sure. I guess for me, I, I, you know, the Cowboys, and, and we're only two games in, but the level of disruption that they cause, and they, they, they're good on all three levels. Like sometimes you see a defense that might be good up front, but not good on the back end. I think the Cowboys are pretty good at all three levels. And man, in, in two games, they've only given up ten points in two games. I, I mean, they're playing I, I JV teams, Jay. Well, I mean, teams. You can only like, you, let's be you real. can only play the teams on your schedule, man. Let's <laughs> be real. We, we got a tough one against the Cardinals <laughs> this week. You know? Come on, Jay. Oh my gosh. Hey, we got yeah, hit that button again, Brent. Hit that button again. Okay, yeah. okay. Let me let me let me say this to you, K Walk, because I I've known, ladies and gentlemen, I've known K Walk for probably what thirty years 30, now. K Walk, but thirty five years, years getting yeah. pushing it. K Walk, you well, don't need me. to see a team play a good team to know if they're good. You know football well enough, K Walk, that you don't have to see the Cowboys play a good team to know how good that defense is. You know great when you see it, K-Walk. I see that they play good, Jay. I see that they play good. That I, I can't I can't argue with that. They play great defense, but against teams like that. But I, if you put them against the Eagles, you're not going to see that same type of performance. I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, the Eagles are going to blow, the, you know, blow them out, or it's going to be a low-scoring game in any game that they play, in any game that they're play, and they play in. But when you match them up with a really good offense, Jay, I, I just don't see that same intent. I think adjustments are going to be made. I don't see Michael Parsons flying the way he does because he just knows that, you know, there's there's no Aaron Rodgers there. He's playing against Zach Wilson. He's playing against Daniel Jones. So he doesn't really have anything to worry about. And then, no, no, Jay, no. I, yeah, I get what you're saying, Jay. But I'm not going there because there's too many talented <laughs> I tried, offenses. I tried to. I no, tried to. You almost got me, Jay. You almost. I, I, I almost. They got an offensive lines that we're looking at. They can't yeah. hold a little cardboard piece of paper. <laughs> uh, like, no, that's, no, it ain't. 
Look, we got the Cardinals and then the Patriots. And then right. after we have the 49ers. So we got a couple yeah. for the 49ers. Right now, I, I feel like they're playing the best defense in football. Britt, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but take mm-hmm. it away. You don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> what I'm going to say is it's two weeks in the game. Right now, yes, they are showing that they are top two defense between them and San Francisco right now at this moment. But I, I do think opponents, I do think opponents does matter, Jay. Like, come on. Um, the Giants, they have no offensive line. Can we like, say the Giants are a little better than maybe we thought? Like the Cowboys made them look really bad. The Giants come back. No, they get a big that, win in week two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, a big win against the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> right, not against the Cardinals. They should have lost. The Giants should have lost that game, but they was going against such a pitiful Cardinals team. But y'all know, y'all know in the NFL, like any win is a good win. Like there's nothing harder than winning Jay, a game in the National Football League. Jay, who's the quarterback for the Cardinals again? It's uh, Josh, Josh Dobbs. 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 Josh Do- okay. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's the receivers? I, I don't know. There you exactly go. my exactly. point. Exactly yeah, my point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly my point. So, uh, look, I'll give them credit for being two weeks in. They get ready to go to the Arizona Cardinals. You should blow them out as well. Um I don't quite agree with K-Walk just yet with the Eagles defense because we're hurt and we're young. Okay. That that Patriots at the front, the fronts, the front, the front, the, the line is great. The line is great. Slay does what he does. Bradbury will come back. But everybody else in that second, Nicole Dean out. Three uh, uh Blankenships out. So we got a lot of young pieces. Avante Maddox is maybe out for the season or a slot. So we got a lot of young players. So they got to figure that out. But I give them an NFC top four right now. Top four defense. They got some things to work out over there. Um, what you looking at me like that for, Jay? Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm being I, I, honest. No, you're I saying the Eagles. Four. You're saying the Eagles. Yeah, are the Eagles. Eagles. I, thought, Eagles. I thought you were saying – I got you. I thought you were saying Cowboys top four. That's why I like No, no, no. Hell, I gave them top two. No, no, no. I got right. you. See? You don't hear anything yeah, else for yeah. the Cowboys. You I, got you. Right. I got you. I got you. I gave them top two. I agree right with you. I'm with now. you there. I'm but with you. they got the one of the best players on that team, and that's Michael Parsons. But I mm-hmm. think when you go up against, in a couple of weeks, you go up against that San Francisco 49ers team, I don't give a darn how people, what people think about Brock Purdy and how he's playing. The point is they got playmakers. All yeah, Brock Purdy got to do is deliver to these playmakers, and boy, do they make plays. Christian McCaffrey breaks out of 85 tackles on one dang on play. <laughs> Debo turns into a running back. So now, now you're talking about – and they still got Trent Williams. Trent Williams is right on that yeah. one side. I don't know about the rest of the line. I know they're still working things through there. Um, but it doesn't matter because they get the ball out fairly quick and had their playmakers work uh, make those plays. So. Now you're talking about a different game. So we'll come back. We'll bring this back up in a couple of weeks. It's a good question. A couple okay. weeks. Okay. I, 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 okay. All right. I'll leave They're with two, Jay. Now. I'll give them two, Jay. I'll give them two. I'll give, give them two. two. Okay. I'll give them mm-hmm. two. Hey, man, two, two ain't bad. Two ain't bad. Uh, 49ers uh, are good. Unless, so. you're, the, you unless said, you're the Super Bowl. You sound Bowl. disappointed. 
I mean, one would have been better, but I can live with two for now. I can live with two for now. Now, if we if we shut the Cardinals out, we're going to have to revisit this next weekend, guys. We're going to have to revisit this next weekend if we shut the Cardinals out. I will block you from this from, from this show for at least a week or two. All right, let's move on. Let's move on, guys. There's a lot of changes happening in football. And, and to me, it, it's two legendary coaches that are going through some changes, one on the college level, one on the pro level. I feel like, just my personal opinion, that for Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, that I feel like it's they're just about at that time where it, it, we're getting close to hanging it up. Yeah. Uh, maybe Belichick a little bit further along than Saban, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that Saban's too far behind him. K-Walk, is this the end for Belichick, Saban, one or the other, both? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's – I don't see Saban going anywhere anytime soon. I think he's too proud of a guy. I think Belichick is as well. But talking about Saban, I think he's going to be set for – he's going to be okay for a while. I think he just has to get a quarterback, man. He, once he gets that quarterback uh, situation figured out, it's not going to be this year, obviously. He can't, you know, just, it's not like the NFL you could trade or, you know, pick up somebody from the waiver wires or anything like that. So I think he he's going to be around a little while long. Now, with Belichick, I think Belichick is starting to lose a little bit of that luster, man. I think once Brady left, he just doesn't have that same hunger, man. He doesn't have that same focus because if you looked at it, you know, he doesn't have, um, you know, to have that time Brady where he can – allow these mediocre or, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, par receivers or, you know, above par receivers, um, you know, to, to be in that offense because you had Tom Brady and Tom Brady will make those guys look good. Yeah. But with a Mac Jones, you got to have the, you got to have the elite, the second tier, the, 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 the first tier guys out there to help him out. He didn't focus on that, man. He really didn't focus on that. And, and it just shows to me that he's starting to lose that luster, man, that I don't want to say the love of the game. I don't want to, you know, ever say anyone lost the love of the game but it just seems like he just he's not as tuned in he's not as locked in as he used as he he usually is and that's why we're seeing them at zero and two and we're not sure what's going on with that offense so i think we'll if you had to ask me who goes first i think belichick will 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 be gone before uh, nick saban and i think it's it's sooner than later to be in the next three four five years if you see you tell me belichick is going to be retired I wouldn't be surprised. Nick Saban a little bit more, but I think it's going to be a little bit more down the road. But uh, Belichick, for the most part, will be the, the first one to go, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Like, Belichick, one of the greatest defensive minds that we've seen. Yeah. But his record without Brady, like if you really go back and look at the times when Brady was out or hurt or didn't play, like – and even before, like when before Brady even got there, like his record without Tom Brady is not great. So, I mean, I don't know what that says, but that those are yeah. just the facts. But Britt, what say Brady. you? How you feeling about Saban? How you feeling about Belichick? Um. Oh boy, uh, Nick Saban can go for all I care. <laughs> Both of them will go. Both of them will uh, I, I mean, I, well, of course, you know, Belichick, you come on, you know, I'm an Eagles fan. You know how we feel about them cheating Patriots. Yeah. We care if that was 2004. <laughs> we still holding it in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, look, I think I, I think I agree with, with K Rock on this one. I think Nick Saban, he's on the college rink, so things are a little bit different. It's not as it's more, it is a win now, but it's not as much as the NFL um, type of mentality. Nick Saban will have a little bit more time to figure things out, get the recruiting situation in, uh, figured out. 
Um, I don't know if they'll ever be that pure dominant college team anymore because of things like NIL, NIL, Deion yeah. Sant, Deion Sant, portal. Yeah, the portable portal mm-hmm. coach Prime. Let me let me say this name properly. Uh, right. But Coach Prime. Uh, 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 coming to Colorado, social media, taking over with some of these schools. Like the, the young players are getting attracted to certain type of schools nowadays versus the Alabamas, the Georgias, and even the Ohio State. So, and you can see that from the quarterback play with a lot of these teams. Like they just can't get the quarterback to get to their, come to their school. Bill Belichick is more on a time clock. Um, the owner is not playing. He, he wants to get back into the winning category. Um, I know Bill is just trying to hang in there to break the record for the all time with the most winningest coach of all time or something like that. I don't know how much longer he has. Um, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I can see him being out after next year. I, I really can. So he might have this year and next year and that's it. But like you guys said, offensively, without Tom Brady, this just doesn't work. Yeah. Defensively, you have no worries, but <clears throat> It doesn't work. And I know they brought in Bill O'Brien to make to hopefully help offensively, but you got to get yourself some playmakers and maybe a better res- uh, quarterback. I don't want to be too harsh because he's still young, yeah. but this is third year. He got to get it together. So I think this is the beginning of the end, really, for Bill Belichick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, well, let me kick it back over to Saban for you because you said you felt like if they get a quarterback, they're you know kind of right back in the mix. When you look at that roster though, outside of the quarterback, do you still see like Alabama, like how it was when they were dominating? Because for me, when I look at that roster, even like outside of the quarterback, that offensive line doesn't look as dominating. That defensive front mm-hmm. doesn't feel as dominating as they have in the past. So to you, is it just a QB or do they, they have some other things they got to fix as well? Well, I, I think it's a combination of both, Jay, because I think if you get that QB, a lot of guys will follow you. You know, you can you can yeah. start to recruit guys yeah. like, you know, linemen and D linemen and receivers and, and so forth and so on. So I think anytime that you get a quarterback and guys look at that guy and he's like, because I know that was the main reason why I went to Temple, because the quarterback there. Yeah. And you look at that quarterback and you say, OK, what is this guy? What does he look like on paper? What is his numbers? You know, mm-hmm. what is where is he perceived to be? You know, OK, I want to go play with this guy, you know, that type deal. So I, I think it's a combination of both but i think if he gets that quarterback locked in and it's a five-star five-star guy you know big time guy i think that starts to attract other guys um as well so yeah i think it's a combination of both to be honest with yeah and i, I too, like yeah yeah i agree that's a good point i think though like too the changing times of college football like guys aren't necessarily willing to wait anymore. And then the transfer yeah. portal has made it very right. easy to just go play somewhere right. else. Exactly. Um, whereas before Alabama could stack two deep, three deep, you know, and they got mm-hmm. a, a roster with all the best players, but now guys that know they can play, like they're not willing to not start. Like they'll say, okay, okay I'm just going to go somewhere else and start. So I think that not only makes it harder for Alabama, but it makes it yeah. harder for every team in the country because sure. your depth just isn't going to be there. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Um, level playing field, level yep. playing field. I love yeah, sure. it. Britt, you brought up Coach Prime, so <laughs> let's talk about him next. They're 3-0, and crazy game on Saturday night. Had me up to, what, like 2.30 in the morning watching that thing. <laughs> uh, but they're 3-0. and They got out of there with the win. Uh, what are your thoughts, Britt, on Coach Prime and, and and all the momentum that is happening in Colorado right now? 
Guys, uh, can y'all talk? I got to exit left real fast. I'll, I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> I'm going to exit. No, I'm serious. I'll be, give me like five seconds or so. Y'all talk. I'll be right back. Uh-oh. And I'm going to answer she, that question. Okay. What is she, right, what is she coming with? going Jay? to get like a what cowboy a hat or, or a, a gold chain or it's a, it's a, a Colorado t shirt. Sunglasses. I'm sunglasses. Going to sunglasses. Sunglasses. I'm going to sunglasses. That, that's the move right there. I think yeah, Britt's cool. coming back with some sunglasses. And maybe the both, maybe a combination of both. Maybe the hat a combination and the sunglasses. of both. Maybe a combination you know. of both. Mm-hmm. So as we wait in anticipation for Britt, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. I had to do it. Um, you know, because uh I'm on team coach prime all day, every day. And you know, I got had the the only sunglasses I could find. It's my Perry sunglasses, but you know, they 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 cool, they go, they go, they go, they flow with it. Um, let's talk. Let's talk. It's coach prime time. Let's talk. My glasses all crooked. <laughs> well, Britt, I see you're a believer, so I don't even have to ask you, do you believe? <clears throat> Oh, I believe. I believe. Now, will they make it to the playoffs? I got to be realistic. Maybe, maybe not. They are in the very... I got to take this off because I can't even see you guys. <laughs> they are dark. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But um, um, this this seems incredible. It really is. You know, I love how they fight for one another. I don't even know if that was the question you was asking me, but... Just to mention it, I love how they fight for one another. Yeah. Um, and you can see the love that they have, you know. And to do this in a short amount of time, you know, he completely, people, like, we got to really think here. He told he, he told these young players coming in, half of y'all are gone, and he brought all his own players in in the first year and went out and won two games. To me, that's incredible. It's very hard to do, and it's incredible, and it's a good start, so – Kudos to them, absolutely. K Walk, you've been slow to get on the train. Have you bought your ticket yet? Where are you on Coach Prime? Nah, like I say in the group chat, man, my ticket is is back on back order right now. My order for the sunglasses <laughs> is on back order. Um, so you know, I I, I want to purchase them, man, but I'm not ready to press uh purchase just yet, man. I want to buy you, but I'm just not ready to press that purchase button. Look, I I love the hype, man. I I, I do. It's the hype, but I, I'm I'm over it. To be honest with you, I'm over the prime hype. Yes, let's play bad. Let's just play baseball. I mean, not baseball. Let's just play football right now and just let the chip fall where they may. I, I think they lose this week. I'm going out there and say I'm not a believer right now, Prime. I'm not. Um, next year may be a different story. I'm not. I'm not buying it right now. I'm not buying it right now. I'm gonna let y'all be those guys, be those people who who love Coach Prime. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. I, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about it. I'm sick. Okay, well, of hearing let me ask about you it. this: what, what exactly it. aren't you buying? Be, tell me what 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 aren't you buying into this? Because I don't think anyone, like I don't think any like realistic college football person, has Colorado like winning the national championship or mm-hmm. anything like that, mm-hmm. right? So when you say you're not buying it, what exactly aren't you buying? I don't. I don't. I, they're cute. They're, I don't think they're that good, man. They're they're cute, man. They're they're, they're fun to watch. I think they there are a lot, a lot of holes in their uh, in, in, yeah. in their arsenal, if you will, especially Absolutely. on the defensive side of the ball. And I think you know once they hit the right team, which I think will be this week, um, you know, I, I think that you know you'll start to see those holes, um, you know, being exploited, uh, if you will. And then I think the following week, I 
Do they have USC? USC the following week, yeah. Right. It's going to get interview tougher. So it's going to now we're going to see. This is where I want to see where these guys respond if they lose. I'm not wishing they lose by any stretch of the imagination, ladies and gentlemen. I just think that they will lose. And I think I want to the reason why I think they will lose because I just think Oregon is a better team. I think USC is a better team. And I want to see how they respond and um you know do doing adversity and what side and that's going to show you what true character they have. Britt, you mentioned that you know they're a great bunch of guys. That's the winning. Winning breeds everything, winning breeds happiness. Winning breeds love, all that good stuff. But when you start to lose and you get your first taste of, of losing, then you're going to start to see that true character come out of each and every person, maybe uh, each and every person from the bottom. I mean, from the top to the bottom, I don't care who you are. You're going to see how you respond to adversity. And I'm just thinking that right now, the next two games aren't in their favor. So I want to see how they respond to that. Before I said, I start to believe now if they win against I- Oregon and they win against <laughs> USC, I'm on board. I'm getting the sunglasses. I'm getting a cowboy hat. You got, you got my, you got my word on that. So here, here, here's the thing. Regardless if they win or lose, I think nah, they still, you know, regardless if they want to lose, they still have each other's back. I mean, these guys have known each other for a while. I want to like, see that though, Brent. These guys, <clears throat> these guys, a lot of these guys, they didn't just come to Colorado and be on the same team. The, the main guys. A lot of them came from Jackson State. He brought some that. a lot of those guys over. Mm-hmm. So and it, and they just lost the championship, if I cannot recall last year. Uh, granted, it's in a different division yeah. or whatnot. So they've been through some things. So I don't think if they lose a couple games here and there in their first year, I don't think it's gonna be a situation like, oh my gosh, you're you know, I still think they'll still be close, they'll still be tight, and they'll together they will try do their best to overcome some okay. of the losses. But like Jay said, any same person doesn't have them in a national championship. If that happens, I'll just be blown the yeah. heck out of my mind. Yeah. I don't have them going to the playoffs. No, you know, it's just what Prime is doing is, is still unheard of for him to come into the the college football ranks, Division One ranks, um, the the conference that he's in to get rid of the majority of the players, bring his own guys in the first year and just to win the what three games, the first three games, um, one against a rival after going one and 11 with a bunch of, I don't want to call they're young kids. So I don't want to call them nobody. It's could, could have been coaching, but it's just, it's a little unheard of. And there is some talent on this team. Yeah. The offensive line needs help. The trenches the, yeah, on both sure. sides absolutely is terrible, uh, but they have some good playmakers on the team. Unfortunately, Travis Hunter will be out due to that. To me, that was a terrible um, a late hit. He, he probably should have got ejected or something for that because that was unnecessary. But, you know, it's just what he's doing for the game as well is 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 what, what, He did I mean, the same thing for Jackson State. He did the same thing for Jackson State. It's just all the hype, the excitement. That's all it is. But nobody yeah, but what, has them winning anything. Let me ask you. Let's take the let's take the NIL. Let's take the let's take the transfer portal out of this. Let's say Post Prime is back in the day where you had to actually do some recruiting and not and and not promoting. Because I think I think what 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 uh, Coach Prime is doing more so than anything, he's promoting. He's not recruiting. He's getting these guys to come there. I mean, granted, he's got a great sales pitch. He got the great persona. He's got the great the, the NIL, if you will, and himself. But I think if you go back and you do it the way Nick Saban did it um, when he started off, and that's the thing, just reason why we're starting to see Nick Saban's taper off because the game is changing because you have, you got to be that persona guy. You mm-hmm. can't be that get off my lawn type guy. You know, you, they're not, that's mm-hmm. not, that's not selling in, in, in today's market. 
So I, I just think that, you know, he's just a product of what it is. And I think we're going to start seeing more of that. And as Coach Prime is going to start to be faded out a little bit because we're going to start seeing some of these guys like Prime with those type of personalities, you know, with that type of sell, uh, that, that markability, if you will. And um, that, that's why I say that, you know, yeah, I, I think we will. We, we'll see it. We'll see it. I'm not saying who, I'm not saying when, but we will see it. That's sure. tough, K-Walk, because yeah. I, don't, I don't think we I can hold that me. against Coach Prime. Oh, no, I'm not holding it against you him. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. like, like it is what it is right now, and I don't think Colorado's like, like has a bunch of nil. Like I don't think their nil money is better than like some of the schools in Texas and things like that. I and I think, like I think, Dion is unique in that he's so famous. Like before he goes, you're talking NFL Hall of Famer, played ten years of Major right. League Baseball, right. the best quarterback to ever play. Like I don't know that there's a lot of those guys walking around. <laughs> No, so I'm not like, saying now. I'm not when saying he, now. When no. he comes okay. into your living room, I just don't know that there's a lot of those guys that are, are going to be able to have the same kind of appeal and effect that he has on people. I, I right. I mean that. So I don't know that there's. To me, he's like one of one when it comes to that. And then the other thing I would just say is like I think we have to base everything on expectations. Like coming into mm-hmm. the year, everyone said this is going to be a terrible football team. That was even after he got his guys, even after he got changed the roster. Everyone said you guys are going to be terrible. TCU is going to blow your doors off. You're going to lose to Nebraska. Maybe you'll beat Colorado State. So I think we have to base it all off of expectations. We're supposed to be terrible, but now we're three and zero. I think they deserve a heck of a lot of credit for that. I agree with you. I think Oregon probably beats them this weekend, mm-hmm. but Oregon's the number ten team in the country. There's a whole bunch of teams that they would beat this weekend. USC is the number five team in the country. There's a whole bunch of teams that they're going to beat. So I don't even think losing to Oregon and USC is necessarily a bad thing. They're oh, supposed man. so to, now they're in a no lose situation. So but now I guess you put them but, in a but no CK lose walk. But I think uh, I think everyone else puts them in a no win situation. They won three games. Oh, but you didn't beat anybody. Oh, but you lose the USC, so you're no good. Well, USC can beat oh, 95% of the teams in college football. So so they're either in a no-win situation or a no-lose situation. They, they're they 3-0, and and all people are saying, well, you haven't played anybody yet. I'm okay, but, but Colorado is the anybody. Like, they were the nobody at the beginning of the year. So right. nobody's beating nobodies, and they can't get any credit for that. But then they lose to a top-10 team. And then they're no good. So I'm just saying, That's where's the balance in that? Yeah. Well, I'm not saying they're no good if they lose to Oregon or they lose to USC. I just want to see how they lose to it. And my 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 whole thing was, how do they respond to that? What is the press conference going to be like? I want to see what they're going to be like, what their character is going to be like, you know, if and when they if, if they do lose to uh, uh to to Oregon this week. Uh, I want to see how they respond to that because everything's been all sunshine and rainbows for them and I want to see what they how they respond when it gets a little cloudy and rainy. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair and then it's it's probably going to take 4 or 5 weeks to figure that out. But they're a three touchdown underdog this weekend like I don't think there's if they get beat. I don't think there should be that bad. I'm not that. I don't think. Well, I mean, that's that that's bad. what that's where Vegas so. has them. Right. Set. No. No. I, mean, I understand. Yeah. I don't. I. Don't I, I so I don't. I. I don't know. And you got to. They're playing without their best player too. Okay, that could so, that could play a factor. And I forgot I about mean, Travis Hunter is going to be out, mm-hmm. so that could play a factor in it. You right know, there. Okay. I. 
I don't know. I, I think when it's all said and done, I think they probably do lose the next two weeks. But I think if they're competitive, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just wait. I'm just wondering when they can get some credit for something because they were supposed to be awful. And they're three and zero. Oh, so. I'm not. If I'm coming off like I'm not giving them credit for that, I'm not giving. I'm not saying that I'm not giving them credit. I, I'm. I was one of the guys that said that they would be one and two at this point. I did say that. I said that they would lose to TCU. I said they would lose to Nebraska, and I said that they would beat Colorado State. So I'm on board with that. So I'm not saying that. I just want to see right now. They've overcome the hype. I mean, they're they're starting the hype. They've overcome a lot of the naysayers, a lot of the doubters. I'm included. <laughs> I'm putting myself in there. But I want to see what they look like, you know, especially not having Travis Hunter. Do they make excuses is what I'm asking. Do they make excuses? Do they say if we had Travis Hunter or if this penalty went this way or if this play went that way? I don't want them to make excuses after the game. I just want to say they, you know, they we 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 beat them because we were a better team and we made better, we more more, more plays. They beat us because of the same reasons. That's all I'm asking. I yeah. want to see how they respond to that. Yeah, and I have them losing this weekend. I don't I don't think they can beat Oregon. I think Oregon is just better. And I think even if Colorado plays a great game, I think even if Travis Hunter was playing, I still think Oregon beats them. Um, so, Britt, K-Walk and I both have them losing. Where, where do you have them this weekend? Oh, I had them losing. <laughs> yeah, so we're all on yeah. the same page. I, yeah, I had them. They can Look, this weekend. if they win – Maybe I'm doing see, this. This is a different this. type of conversation that we need to have. But again, um, I think, you know, it's just excitement. You know, Brian, Coach Brian brings excitement back to Colorado. I'm not going to necessarily say college football because a lot of excitement around it, but he does bring excitement to college football for those a lot of times on the East Coast, you know, because East Coast over here, we're kind of more about the pros, the NFL. It's not like down south where they're all about college football, unless you played in college football, right, or attended one of these top uh, uh, tier Division One uh, schools. But it, he's bringing that attention to it that most people cannot bring attention to. And he's also a good coach, so I know he has a lot of hype. He has the promotion to build uh, uh, the big time prom promotion uh, effect, marketing effect, whatever you however you want to say. It. He is a decent coach, and I think people forget about that as well. So, um, yeah, but no, I, I do have a losing. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, a fair and, point. And I'm a, this is my last thing on Coach Prime, Britt. This is to your point. To you're saying is that I think they're in Colorado, so a bonfire would bring excitement to the Colorado. I'm just saying, but nothing to shade, no shade against, no shade against <laughs> Coach Prime. But I'm just simply saying it's not too much going on in Colorado, so it's not hard to get excitement there. That's all I'm saying. Highest rated game in ESPN history in prime time. Top five uh, ESPN football broadcasts in history. So there's 50, a lot 50, of people watching. 50, there's a 50, lot of 50. people, and that's 50, lot of people 50, watching. 50, 50, love, 50, love them. 50 no, you're right. What, win, yeah. Whatever the reason win. is, you're right, because yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think there's a lot so of people watching. Hoping mm -hmm. they get beat, hoping Deanna lose. I, I 100% agree with that. There might even be more people watching, hoping they lose and that they win. But it's bringing, it's bringing a lot of eyeballs to the screen for sure. I just want them to compete this weekend. Like, I hope they don't get blown out like 50 right. to nothing. If they lose like 42 to 28, something respectable, okay. I just, I just hope they don't get their I mean, blown off. 
Look, I'm I'm be honest. I'm not trying to give them an excuse, but Travis Hunter is a big loss. That's he is. their best he's player their best on both sides. Player. Yeah, he's like losing two players. players. So it really is. It's like uh, so that's that's gonna tough. be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. All right, there's some other big games this weekend too. Let's hit them real quick because we got to get the K Walk segments. But Clemson FSU. Y'all know I'm pulling for FSU with with all that I have. But K-Walk, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I'll make this real quick. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go FSU here, man. I, I just don't see any any um, uh, any talent there in uh, in uh, Clemson. Dabo, I think he's lost the team, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, he brought in, uh, what's his name, Cade. Uh, Cade um, I can't think of his last name. Cade uh, to replace DJ. Didn't work out for him. Didn't pan out for him. FSU is playing um, on fire right now, so I'm going FSU. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that defensive front on FSU is really good. They didn't look great against Boston College last weekend, but those kind of games happen. I would imagine Clemson's going to get their full attention this weekend. So I I got FSU here as well. Britt, what what say you? I'm going to make this quick. I'm also going with FSU. Uh, They've just been killing it. Pure, simply Put um, Clemson. Yeah, I don't know. FSU. <laughs> yeah, Clemson looks like another team that the the new era of college football has it's hurt. Affecting, like affecting, yeah. the NILs not happening. People oh. are transferring out. Dabo doesn't right. want to use the portal, and I, I think it's hurt. It's definitely hurting them. All right, Britt, your Buckeyes are playing Notre Dame. I'm gonna let you think about this one for a minute. I'm gonna come to K Walk first. Okay, Walk, I know, I know, I think you said Notre Dame's overrated. Yeah. To me, they look a little better than some of the Notre Dame teams in the past, though. Yeah. Do you think they get okay. the Buckeyes this weekend? Yeah, so I think you know maybe what? the Buckeyes are overrated too. I, said, I, I was about to so say, I was just saying, I said overrated the same thing. going yeah. against each other. Yeah, right after I said Notre Dame, I said Ohio State because of the way yeah. that they played. And I, you know, I just don't know what it is. I don't know what if Ohio State, because they don't really have a quarterback there, you know, they have the best uh, receiver in the game in Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, Notre Dame, you know, yeah, this is going to be a, a, an interesting one. This is going to be a very close game, but I like Ohio State in this game. I just, I, I have more belief in Ohio State because of their, their overall. Uh, the, the overall team, that the offense and the defense. Notre Dame, I, I, I watched these te- watched these guys all year, well, up to this point, and Ohio State as well, and that's why I rated them over, both overrated. Mm-hmm. But I think Ohio State would be the least overrated team after this one. Yeah, the game is in South Bend. Yeah. Um, but I, I still think there'll be a decent amount of Buckeye fans probably yeah, there as well. well. Um. Gosh, K-Walk, there's a part of me that thinks Notre Dame might pull off the upset. And I wouldn't be surprised. Um, there's a part of me that thinks they're going to pull off the upset. I don't want them to. I want I want Ohio State to be undefeated when we play when, them just because it'll make right. it a bigger game. Right. Um, I'm going to take Notre Dame here. I don't feel great about Can't it, but, with but, that. but give me Notre Dame in a close one. But being at home, I'm going to take them. Britt, what say you? Um... <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't know. Ohio State's been struggling, guys. Like, if they yeah. didn't have Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't know what else I would say, to be honest with you. Um, they lost C.J. Stroud, and it's just that quarterback position yeah. is just up in the airs. Um, I'm going to go with Ohio State, mainly because I do think it is that close, and I'm just not sure about Notre Dame either. So I just figure I go with my team. Mine's well, right? 
Um, but I don't think this is no, uh, Ohio State's year. I, I really don't. And things could change. I I don't see it. Uh, I do like their running back of Ohio State, though, but I I don't see it. Um, we'll see. I go Ohio State this year. Go or uh, this game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I it could go either way. It really could. I, I'm I'm starting to rethink my pick now because Notre Dame has come up small in some of these yeah. spots in the past. But I think I'm gonna stick with them. I'm gonna stick with them. All right, y'all. Um, let's let's hit a real quick break, like 30 seconds. When we come back, K Walk will get us rolling with the um one ticket and the in or out of bounds. You guys are listening to the sideline speaks, Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. We'll be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Jason Collins, and myself, Kevin Walker. Uh, when you see me come in, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. I got the one second segment for you guys. And I got the inbounds or out-of-bounds segment. Um, this week, I'll make it quick. Uh, because I know we were, press, uh, we're up against the t- clock. But, uh, Britt, I'll start with you on this one. I think this is an – well, I don't know if it's an easy one. I hope I made it hard. But for me, it was hard. I had to take someone out. But it's not sports related. It's just concerts for divas. Okay. So you got, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're the first time listening right now, you got, uh, I give you one ticket. I give you one ticket. I give you uh, four events and you tell me what ticket you're going to use. I'm going week. to the voice. Telling you this now, the voice, but go ahead. I don't know if I don't, I don't know if that's the part of that. But let's see. I'm going to let you All know. Right, so we got, we got Tina Turner in concert live because obviously the always isn't there in the problem. Okay. We got, Patty LaBelle. Ooh, starting off strong already. Okay. Aretha Franklin. Ooh, Aretha. And Anita, ba- and Anita Baker. Ooh. Ooh. Who'd you take out, K-Walk? Just wondering. <laughs> Whit- I took out Whitney Houston. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. See, well, I'm, I'm glad you took Whitney out. Yeah. Whitney, that, that <laughs> that's, that I, I think that would have been, I think, I think yeah. been a yeah. no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that, that, she's the voice. That's what I was yeah. saying. I'm going mm-hmm. with the voice. Yeah. Put the voice in, that's what I'm going with. Um, huh, man, this is the one ticket one? Patty, Patty! You know, it's my Philly girl right there. I love you some Patty. Tina, the queen of rock. And I don't care what anybody says. That's the queen of rock and roll right there. Um, Aretha, her beautiful voice. Oh. This oh. is tough. Right and when she, she did when she did opera, I can't think of the, the name of the song, but when she did the opera song, mm-hmm. whew, I almost cried. This is tough. But Anita, Anita's like my one of my favorite singers of all time outside of Whitney Houston. Um, the best that she got. <laughs> yeah, that sweet love, that good love. I'm caught all up in a rapture when it comes to Anita. Uh, oh my goodness! Wow. Um, but who who I would want to go see, right? Who I would want to go see? One ticket. One ticket. Mm-hmm. one ticket. As much as much as I love Anita Baker, and she is one of my favorite all time female artists of all time. Just performance wise, I think she's more of a singer. She's not a performer, so I'm good with just okay. listening to her 24 seven. 
okay. performance wise, I gotta get it to Tina Turner. Like, okay, I have to go get Tina Turner because whether well, it's Tina and Ike, <laughs> I said it because that's what she started out with, right? And she'll say, I started out with Ike, rest mm -hmm. in heaven, or just by herself. It doesn't matter. It okay. her performance, like Beyonce took some of her, her, the way she performs. A lot of that came from Tina as well and a couple other artists. So I got to go to Tina Turner. Got to Okay. See. All right. Not mad at that. Not at that. Jay. <laughs> Jay, what, Jay, what say you? Brittany's wall in the night. Right. Right. <laughs> right. She got a new oh. background. Show that out. This is tough. This is a good one, K-Wall, because mm -hmm. they're all great in their own right, mm -hmm. obviously, but for me, Anita is really the only one that I listen to in the car. I know even still it. to this it. day. Yeah. Like I listen to yeah. Anita Baker. Um, but Britt has a great point. If, if I'm talking about going to a concert, Tina Turner may be more entertaining. But mm -hmm. I think I'm going to stick with Anita here, man, just because I know more of her songs. I can sing along. It would just be a fun, fun night. So I'm going Anita Baker here, man. Yeah, you know what, Jay? I mean, Tina, kind of what Britt mentioned, she's got a little bit more of that, yeah. you know, that that dancing yep. around. Mm -hmm. I've actually seen Patti LaBelle in concert. So okay. um, Aretha, yeah, Aretha was, was was that, you know, she was a queen, obviously. But in concert, I'm going to, I'm going with you, Jay. I'm going with Anita, man. Yeah. And Anita just, she just does it for me, man. She really me just too. does it for me. Everything that she she sings, you could just feel every word that, that she sang that she sung. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna say uh Anita Baker as well. Yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the inbounds or out of bounds. And again, if you're new to this, what I do is I give these guys a um a scenario and they let me know if they agree with it. If they agree with it, they say it's inbounds. If they disagree with it, they say it's out of bounds. Uh first one, Britt, I'll stay with you on this one. Mm -hmm. Um the well, we you know what. We kind of mentioned this. I just realized this. But let's just let's recap anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. Bengals will miss the playoffs this season. Inbounds, out of bounds. I just realized that. <clears throat> out of bounds. No, inbounds. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sitting here reconsidering. I, it depends on the health of Joe Burrow. It, it does. Okay. It's, what they did last year has me all torn into pieces. Because I thought last year going over to as possible, and they made it to it was the division round. No, AFC. I don't know if they made it to the AFC or division round. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, so it might be out of bounds that they miss. You said they will miss the playoffs. They will miss the playoffs. Yes. It's like I want to say inbound so much, but some some you just go out of bounds i don't know what's yeah. telling me something is telling me say out of bounds so i'm gonna go out of bounds all right jay what say you i'm gonna stay i'm gonna stay consistent on this i'm gonna say that's inbounds i don't think they okay. make it the health of joe burrow the offensive line and the competition in the afc will keep them out all right, cool, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, if you saw me do that, Liberty are playing the Mystics right now. It's a tight <laughs> one going down. And, and Liberty just went up. So I was kind of getting the ball to go in there. The, but I, 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 I didn't, I didn't know what you were doing. I yeah, thought you were, yeah. when Britt said out of bounds, yeah. I thought you were toe-tapping the <laughs> sideline or something. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing there. What's the, wait, what's the score before? Because I, I don't it's have 70, a TV 70, yet up in my office. Oh, 72-71, a minute and 38 seconds to go. Mystic right, has, on, Mystics on, has the ball. All right. All right, so next one uh Britt, uh this one for you tampa bay is the most surprising two and O team in the league inbounds or out of bounds uh 
who the heck did they go up against? I think it's the most surprising 2-0 team. Yeah. I can't think of all the 2-0 teams. That's probably what it is. Um, um, have, well, I don't know if you would call them surprising, but um, the Commanders are up there. Uh, the Ravens are up there. Let me see who, who um, else you can think of. Saints, maybe? I don't know if you're going to consider them surprising. I'm going to say team. the most mm. surprising 2-0 team. I'm going to say out of bounds. Out of bounds, um, okay. Because of who they went up against. They went up against the Bears, and I think the first game was the Vikings, right? Yeah. But that defense is actually pretty good. They have Vita mm-hmm. Vea. They still mm-hmm. have um, Devin White is it's part of that team. They have yes. a decent secondary. So they still have some talent on that team. It was primary Tom Brady left. Offensive line is suspect. So we was just like, eh, they don't really have it together, right? I know last year they were hurt a lot. Mike Evans was hurt. I believe last year as well. Um, Chris got one, I think I heard last year. So yeah. a lot of injuries was going on. Um, but I don't think they're the most surprising 2 and 0 team. I okay. think competition, who you go up against, also matters in this situation. So I'm gonna say out of bounds. Okay. Jay, what say you? I think I'm gonna roll with Brick <coughs> here as well. I'm gonna go out of bounds. I'm gonna give that honor to the commanders with, with okay. so much drama in the offseason. Eric B enemies too hard on us. Yeah, he yeah right. Stuff. For them to be 2 and 0 right now, I, I think that that's a feather in B enemies cap. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say out of bounds on that one. All right, good stuff, good stuff. All right, three more here. All right, Britt. Um, we got three N- NFC East teams will make the playoffs this season. Inbounds or out of bounds? Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. Well, I, I think two for sure will. Uh, hopefully, oh, no, two for sure. Um, ooh, I don't have the Giants making that at all. I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> I could be dead wrong. But I, I actually right. have the Commanders nah, in front right. of them. Uh, you said um, that might be inbounds. I, you know what, okay. I, I'm. I like the commander's defense. I, I do. I like the commander's defense. I like on the offensive side, Sam Howe, he's a young developing quarterback. He's not quite there. I don't know if he'll ever get there, but they have some decent playmakers on that side with uh, TJ McLaren, that's mm-hmm. it, McLaurin, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still have Brian Robinson in the backfield. Yes. He's a bulldozer. Got so a heck of a game. Yep. Heck of a game. So they got to shore yeah. up a few things. Uh, Eric B. Enemy, although they complain about him, they might you may actually help them out a little bit right. on the offensive side to help them score. But I'm gonna say inbounds. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if the commanders somehow slipped in that uh, wild card, that last wild card position. Okay, nice. Jay, what's say you? I was just scrolling <clears throat> through the schedule, man. Mm, it's gonna be tough because they got some okay. tough ones coming up. <laughs> I was trying to count wins. I mm-hmm. only really got them getting to about seven wins, maybe okay. eight. I mean, they got they got the Bills, the Eagles. Oh, wow. You know, those are their next They got the two. Chiefs. They're going to be two and two after the next couple weeks. Probably. <laughs> so, uh, okay, walk up. What, what, what was the que- phrase the question so I get it right? Uh, uh, three NFC teams will oh, make the playoffs. Three NFC teams will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I got the Cowboys and, and the Eagles, obviously. They're, they're in. But I'm going to say out of bounds. I don't think the commanders get in. They, their schedule is not easy. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. All right, Britt, uh, let's come back to you on this one. Mm-hmm. Florida Gators will make the SEC championship game this year. Ooh. Inbounds or out of bounds? Ooh. Uh, do I have to constantly go first? <laughs> okay, I'll go. No, no you know no, what? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Sure? 
I want to, I want, because I want to look at the schedule. I don't know. This I'm ready for life. this one, Brian. Am I allowed I'll, to I'll, look at the schedule? Look at the schedule. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump I'll go to, in. I'll go to Jay. Yeah, we'll go to I'll Jay. Jump on this game. So right. the, the only way they would get there is they got to beat Georgia, right? Because they've already lost. No, they beat Tennessee, right? So they beat Tennessee. Florida, any, who'd they yeah. lose to? Okay, well, Utah. Utah. So they don't Utah. have any conference losses. No. But they still, they're going to have to beat Georgia to get there. Um, but Georgia looks more beatable this year than they have in, in any years past. Okay, walk. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. That's in bounds, man. They're gonna make the. They're gonna make. Oh, wow. It. They're gonna make okay. it. They're gonna make okay. it. That. Yeah, it's in bounds. They're gonna okay. be upset Georgia. I'm calling it right now, people. Mark it down. Florida beats Georgia this year. Right, he doesn't jinx the Georgia team like he jinxing them cowgirls, or the uh, Florida team like he jinxing the cowgirls. I don't know. My turn. Yes, you're on you when you when you're ready. Um, look, I have a level of respect for the Florida team after watching that Netflix special. Um, yeah, T- Tim Tebow, you get a whole nother level of respect from from me. Not quite the old coach that used to be there. I'm still not a big fan of his. Um, but I'm going to say out of bounds, guys. I like Florida. I respect Florida. I just don't know. I think if I see a couple more games, um, I know they got a couple tough ones coming up, I believe. Um, I think if I see them win a couple more, then I could change it to inbounds. But right now, I'm going to say out of bounds. Okay. All right. This one I had, but we kind of talked about this. So I'm going to switch this. I'm going to make th- this is on the fly, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, Britt, the New York Liberty will win the WNBA championship this year. That's inbounds or out of bounds. Uh, <laughs> Lord, Lord have mercy. Push my head up a little Lord bit have here. Mercy. That is absolutely inbounds, baby. Let's All go, right. Liberty. They're going to win it. They're going to win it all the way. I'm talking crap, all types of crap. I don't care. They're going to win it. Who's going to stop them? I'll wait. I don't know. The, the Mystics look right. We're down We're down two right now, Britt, with 27.3 seconds to go. It's okay. Go. It's okay. Oh, You're allowed to have a bad game. It's okay. They're going right. to win the series, and they're going to win the WNBA championship. All right. I, I love to hear that. <laughs> Jay, we, we all know. Which, I, we all think we know we're going. Where you're going? Oh, what the heck is this, Jay? I don't think of Malcolm X. I thought about the teacher from Men in Black. We was like, my third grade teacher was awfully worried. She had them similar glasses. My wife's so good. My wife's glasses were just sitting here. I said, let me me throw these on. But no, K-Walk, that's 100% out of bounds, man. A couple weeks ago, my aces were looking a little shaky, but they are back. They have found their rhythm. It, It ain't no way. Aces all day. All right, I'm done. I thought you were gonna give us like some type of educational reason why you were gonna why you good stuff, Jay. I'll turn it back over to you with all that being said. All right, Jay. man. We're we're in overtime, so we're just gonna all we're right. gonna go straight to who's ball and, and wrap right. this thing up. So all right. Every week, man, we just want to shout out a team player or coach who's been absolutely getting it done. I'm going to go first. I'm not trying to be a homer or anything, but I got to shout out Micah Parsons, man. This guy has just been 
absolutely phenomenal, unblockable in the first two weeks, totally dominating the National Football League. Micah Parsons, absolutely balling. K-Walk, who you got? All right. Um, this game is so good right now, man. Um, I got um, – I'm going to go with a guy that we've been hard on, and I've been hard on him as well. But I think he's going to be back on track. He had a great game last week, and that's uh, Josh Allen. He had 274 yes. yards and uh, and three touchdowns. So I think he's back on track, and I think he, this is something that he needed. And I'm glad it happened in the second game of the season, as opposed to late and when it was out of when it's when it was too late. So I'm going with Josh Allen. He was absolutely balling. <clears throat> Who you got for us, Britt? Um, you know I don't normally ever do this. But I, I I'll do it this one time, and this will this will be the only time, hopefully. Um, no, Jay, don't no, you get you about to get it all types of wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all types of wrong. I thought Britt so, was about to say day. something good. But I gotta give them the credit. I know the team's not great. The team they went up against is not great, but they did make a huge comeback, and that's the New York Giants. Uh, we cracked on them. That entire first week, <laughs> we're going 40, uh, 0 and 40, I guess you could say, because they yeah. lost, got killed. Yeah. So I got to give them credit. They were down big against the Arizona Cardinals, albeit it is the Cardinals. Um, but they came back, you know, and was able to take that win 31 28. So I have to give that team credit. So the Giants, you get your props from an Eagles fan, you were balling all right there you go there you go Britt. all right y'all let's wrap this thing up a lot of fun tonight um before we get out of here k walk let the people know where they can find you and obviously what you're looking forward to absolutely um yes you can catch me on uh instagram uh kevin.walker142 you can catch me on facebook kevin walker thread as well kevin walker.14 kevin.walker142 X. I don't know how long, much long I'm going to be there. Here to charge, try to charge for that, but uh, it's at Kevin Walker one four two. And you catch me tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Sports talk with K Walk and E Scott. We'll never had it so good. Sports radio wherever you get your podcast. Seven p.m. Check us out. We'd like to infotain. And um, this week, I'm looking for more more college football, more NFL. My 49ers are playing the Giants this Thursday night. So uh, oh, go yeah, Niners right. and go Gators. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. All right, good stuff there, K Walk. You guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on all the social media platforms. Yeah, I'm looking forward to college football. It is a great weekend of college yes. football coming up. Obviously, Clemson, Florida State, Colorado, Oregon, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Penn State's playing Iowa at night, white out. So a ton of things to looking forward to in college football. Alabama, this weekend. Ole Miss. Alabama, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. That's Ole Miss, right. Yeah. That's gonna be another great one. Yeah. So uh, y'all know where I'll be on Saturday Facts. From, from noon to midnight. I'll be sitting <laughs> on the couch. So Facts. that's what I'm looking forward to. Britt, what you got? Um, of course, you guys can find me on Instagram, TikTok, X, Thread. It's all the same name, at Brittany Monique in the corner of the screen, in case you don't know how to properly spell my name, Brittany, Brittany, whatever you want to call me. Focus right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Brittany Monique. So, um, but I'm looking forward to, I'm hoping. Does Liberty pull it out? I know they just called timeout. Somebody mystics just turned it over. I'm on. I'm on my phone, guys. I'm trying to follow it on my phone. That's why I keep looking down. Um, overtime or they won? No, no. You're. I'm a little delayed there, so you got that before me. I just saw the. I just saw them throw it out of bounds. So it's the. Uh, it's oh. the Liberty's ball with 11.3 seconds to go. It's tied right now. 
Okay. So you're probably going to get the update before I see it. So. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Um, but I'm looking forward to hopefully these liberties winning this game um, in overtime. And then, you know, NFL, of course, is coming up. Red October is almost here. This is when I really start paying attention to baseball a little bit more. Um, and the NBA is right around the corner. Ooh, it sure is. The wow. best time of the year yeah. right now. Let's go. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, y'all. That was a lot of good fun. Stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys listening to the Sideline Speaks. Do us a favor, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share it with your friends as we continue to try to grow this show. You can catch us here back next Tuesday, 7 p.m. For Brittany Jones and Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins. We'll see you guys next week. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.